0: might have to adjust slightly since okay. different songs will be different levels. that's but true that's that's a good you know
1: like, phil's gonna get
0: yeah. wild <laughs> luckily now i have it on a different tracks so it'll be easier later on yeah but like yeah yeah in post
1: yeah i know what post means thank you
0: <sighs> well i'm already recording
1: so. Oh, starting when About one minute ago. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> How do we start?
0: <laughs> so about one week ago.
1: Oh, God. Hang on. <laughs> you can't. I was laughing and the beginning of that. To, to start with a non sequitur. <laughs> yeah.
0: So about one week ago, our friends at the Rolling Stone put out a list, which everyone loves so dearly.
1: I really do like them. (laughs) I like to get mad about them. We like to get mad about the list. Yeah, like I, you know, they, you know, that they. Oh God, sorry. They only make them because they know people are gonna get mad about it, and that gives them the clicks and the ads. It just gives you something to do, you know? This was the 200 Greatest Singers List, an update from the, I think it was 2008. They did a 100 Greatest Singers List, so it's been quite a while. Yes. We already, we already went through the whole thing together, you and I.
0: Yes. So the, the surprises already happened between us.
1: Yeah, and our initial thoughts um, are already out in the world, just not on film tape (laughs) we're filming right on hard drive yeah (laughs) so uh but we i think there's more to talk about some interesting things to go over since then i've gathered data yeah i've done spreadsheets
0: so background (laughs) the reason we're doing this for the two people who will listen is that we have these music conversations you and i we're in this room right now talking to each other yeah that's like true. we're having a conversation, and
1: yeah, that's true.
0: And we have these other music conversations without microphones in our faces. And every time I'll do this thing where I say, "See, this is why we should have a podcast. <laughs>
1: the people got to hear it." We they, used
0: to have one about twelve years oh, ago.
1: Listen, that's we don't need people trying to find that. <laughs> okay, anyway, <laughs>
0: the the uh, cover art for the old you podcast. Don't have to
1: talk about it, we're not I, we're new people now. We're New Leaf.
0: I won't dox the name, oh but it's God. it's a picture of John Stamos and Jimmy Page hanging out <laughs> forgot about in that. 1985, yeah, I think. that's pretty good. That's a good photo. That's you good, should yeah. Google that. <laughs> but yeah, we have we have these conversations either in our own home or driving around or or wherever, and then I'll always say, this is why we should have a podcast. Everyone has one. Why not? Why not do it? And Sometimes we, we have some fun conversations that I'm sure someone would... Love to get mad at listening to.
1: Oh, I'm only here to make people angry. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so are you ready to talk about the list? Yeah.
0: Okay. So this list.
1: Yeah, if you're not familiar with it, um, I'm going to read the uh, preamble that Rolling Stone put on the list because um, it's not just a list based on... Vocal ability. I think that's important to understand. So. Actually, I'm not going to read this. I think that just sums it up. <laughs> it's not a list based on vocal ability. It's more about the uh, the person and the uh, personality behind the vocals and the impact.
0: I was theorizing when, when you were reading this preamble to me the mm-hmm. other day when we read the list. Mm-hmm. I said something to the effect of, oh, that's, that's them justifying that they put Bob Dylan in like the top 20. Yeah.
1: mm -hmm. And sure enough. enough, I don't think
0: he was top 20 or he was top 20, right?
1: I'll let you know. Um, yeah, 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 he is, Uh, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, if you want to, if you want to read everything they wrote, just go there, but that's basically it. It's not just here. This person is a better singer than this person. It's not that. So get it out of your heads. Okay. Um, I'm going to go through the top 10 real quick at least so people know
0: 10 to 1 or 1 to 10 10
1: to 1 I'm not a lunatic (laughs) um number 10 Al Green number 9 Otis Redding number 8 quite controversial depending on what subreddit you're on Beyonce Hmm. 7 Stevie Wonder 6 Ray Charles 5 Mariah Carey 3 Sam Cooke 2 Whitney Houston and number 1 my initial guess Aretha Franklin who was number 4 oh What are dice? I think I skipped number four. Yeah, five was Mariah Carey. (laughs) Four was Billie Holiday. Billie Holiday. Yeah. So, some interesting little facts here um, about the top 10. In the top 10, the highest jump by far from the previous list is Mariah Carey. Oh. She's number five on this list. On the previous list, she was number 79. Really? That is a 74 point jump.
0: Okay. So I want to theorize about some of these okay. now that we have these things in front of our faces. Yeah. Why do you think that is?
1: I don't know. I don't I, think— I guess between 2008 and now, maybe there's there's been a, a resurgence of Mariah Carey. I think in that time, we've really come to appreciate more what she's done uh, and all I want for Christmas is you.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think that was just a song in 2008
1: yeah and I she hit, she like she went away for a while and yeah. then she came back so
0: yeah I don't know Um, was, so 2008 that was only a few years removed from like like emancipation of Mimi era right
1: I would have to look I don't yeah. know yeah but
0: but coming like coming a few years after a yeah, string of hits very high when was the Nick Cannon era
1: I have no idea we won't bleep that Uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: bleep that because i said the name <laughs>
1: yeah bleep the name <laughs> um number one on the last list was also aretha franklin but number oh. two on this list is whitney houston who also had a, a pretty significant jump on the previous list she was number 34 and mm-hmm. number two previously was ray charles really yes ray so, charles number two mm-hmm. do you want to hear the top 10 of the previous list um yeah Okay, um, number ten was James Brown, then Stevie Wonder, Otis Redding, Bob Dylan, Marvin Gaye, John Lennon, Sam Cooke, Elvis Presley, Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin.
0: So most of the other ones weren't significant jumps. Mm-hmm. Like James, like all, like James Brown was brought up a little bit. John Lennon was, or James Brown was brought down in this um, year's. Yes, break. he. But he was still up there.
1: James Brown on. This list is number 44. So he went down quite a bit.
0: Yeah. Um, John Lennon and Bob Dylan went down a little bit, but they're still up there.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know if you wanted to get to that part right away. That's fine.
1: Uh, Billie Holiday wasn't on the previous list at all. And on this one came out at number four. Wow. Yeah. What an oversight. I know. It's pretty crazy.
0: We still have some oversights, which we'll...
1: (laughs) Oh, Yeah. You've got, okay, I've got, I have three devices in front of me and one of them is just a regular paper <laughs> notebook because that's how I put down my notes. Um,
0: Keeping it analog.
1: Yeah. So throughout the list, I was I was pretty pr- pleasantly surprised with a lot of them. Um, there are definitely a few rage points and some d- things that just didn't make sense. There were a lot of um, non english artists on there which i thought i think it's good i guess Mm -hmm. it's just hard to like i have no opinion because i haven't heard most of them
0: (laughs) yeah i think there are only two or three that i was somewhat familiar with yeah
1: there's some names i recognize but yeah not you know branching out a bit i will say there was that one guy who we both only knew as like a horn guy but i still i don't remember who it was
0: chet baker yeah yeah um some of those names i wasn't that i wasn't as familiar with I, uh, I spent my, my day at work listening to kind of their mm. most well-known songs or even the artists I did know just to kind of like get them reacquainted in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the highest, I think the highest artist on this year's list that I really wasn't familiar at all with was Celia Cruz. It was like 25.
1: Yeah. I, I know the name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd heard the name and yeah. that was about it. Yeah. So I listened to a few songs hmm. to get, at least get acquainted, but I mean, it wasn't enough to, It was like, oh yeah, to write that's the letter. type of music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to, just to at least feel like, okay, you know, Yeah. now I have a very, very introductory understanding of yeah. this person.
1: Yeah. Um, let's, I want to know who you are most surprised by, good or bad to see on the list.
0: Hmm. I have
1: mine.
0: I'll pull it up real fast. I'm a professional, so I should have
1: Yeah. You should have, had, you should have had your sixteen different devices yeah. <laughs> in front of you ready to go. All the rectangles. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I mean off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Just trying to just trying to wing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Ariana Grande?
1: Yeah, Ariana Grande. I me, guess I'm not
0: surprised that she was on the list because she is known as a great singer, but yeah. that she was so high. That was yeah. a pleasant surprise.
1: She, she came in at number 43. There were quite a few contemporary artists on this list, which is surprising the because <laughs> there's always just like that 20 of the same old dead ones. And then they, they they only have so many spots to sprinkle in the rest. Yeah. I'm just saying, how good was Frank Sinatra, really? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah Ariana Grande, that was a very good surprise, yeah I, I don't think I would have been surprised to see her on the list, yeah, but, but that, that high up
1: that's yeah, it's pretty shocking,
0: other than Beyonce is that the highest contemporary? number eight mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, there is a contemporary artist who I like but think was far too high, especially considering. Oh. Some of the people who were left off. Oh, yeah. She um, was higher than... Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to it.
0: Um, Some other ones that surprised Do hear me. Do you mind? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you want to name one.
1: I was flabbergasted <laughs> when I read at spot 130, Courtney Love. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was wild. I think she should be on the list. I don't have to tell god's green internet that there are a lot of opinions about courtney love but i absolutely think she should be on the list yeah and she was it was crazy i can't believe it
0: to put you on the spot <laughs> um i know i know this isn't one you got a uh, you pre prepared an example oh god for pre hyphen uh-huh, i guess uh-huh. um but if you had to pick like a like a top Courtney Love yeah. vocal performance, yeah, what would it be?
1: Um, um, maybe Plump. Okay, uh, I like that one a lot. And then I mean, obviously, like Violet, Violet. Yeah, which she good. I think she has said that she has retired because she can't do it anymore.
0: Yeah, that one's really good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know there's a lot I'll forget like in the moment, mm-hmm. but another one was Brandy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who I feel like it was maybe too low. I think 193. she was, yeah, yeah, towards the very bottom. But I think mm-hmm. the fact that she was, she was on, included, yeah. Yeah. Brandy cool.
1: underrated vocals, um, yeah. go down the rabbit hole of John Fushani talking about how much he likes Brandy. It's just a combo. I really like,
0: yeah, uh, I guess there's interviews from when they put out stadium Arcadium where he, he says, oh, I've been listening to a lot of Brandy <laughs> and a lot of Wu-Tang Clan and that's what inspired my guitar parts which you don't really, I don't really hear. <laughs> and I thought, I don't know, maybe that was just something he was saying in the moment back in the day. And then he, he did a podcast, one of the podcast episodes he did with Rick Rubin recently. He revisited that same thing where he said, yeah, when we were doing that album stadium, Arcadium, I was listening to a lot of Brandy, a lot of destiny's child, a lot of Wu-Tang clan.
1: That's what you need. So, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Um, <laughs> I was also really surprised by PJ Harvey being on the list. She was at number 145. Yes. Obviously, I put her higher. But, yeah, just the fact that she was on it at all was Mm -hmm. pretty pretty surprising. And I think, let me look, was she on the list before? She was not previously on the list. So it makes sense. There was only 100 spots last time. But, yeah. That one was good. What else, who else do you have? Um, There's one big one for one, both of us. Yes. Yeah, we'll save it.
0: Um, another surprise. This was towards the very bottom. I mm-hmm. think 198 or 197. Mm-hmm. Glenn Danzig. <laughs> I feel like...
1: Yeah, he he was uh, just behind Rosalia, or yeah. ahead of Rosalia at 199.
0: Yeah, I feel like there was just one guy at Rolling Stone who's like, man, you got to get Danzig on <laughs> yeah. there. And then mm, they're okay. like,
1: fine, whatever. Okay, Tom. It's probably Tom.
0: <laughs> Tom the goth, goth p- punk rocker.
1: Yeah, Glenn Glenn Danzig was not previously on the list. So really, <laughs> he's never been on any of them. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is, best misfits singers. He's not on it. Yeah, just kidding. I don't have a. I don't really have a problem with Glenn Danzig. Yeah, I like Danzig's voice. <clears throat> yeah. Is it what's the story about um, Danzig getting in a fight with someone?
0: And then he got knocked out. Yeah, like who a, was it? Was it a person or I mean it was a person, but was I it think like it was like a person. A known person. I
1: thought so. I in my head up. it's Henry Rollins, but I don't think that's real. No. Clinton Clinton is Googling.
0: <laughs> well, there's an article that's called I
1: <laughs> 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 It's
0: called it's called I Punched Danzig in the Face. <laughs> I feel like I read this article Was it that
1: one? All I remember from hearing or reading about it was specifically that he got punched and did a little ballerina twirl and then fell over. Yeah. But was it like a person that we know or was it just a rando that he was beefing with?
0: Results are inconclusive.
1: Okay. Well, I'll have to get the file on it. Um, oh, oh, here mm-hmm, we go. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, most of you by now have... There's was, there was some controversy. I'll just put okay, it out there. Okay. There was a guy who put posted an article that said, yeah. I punched Glenn Danzig. Okay. And it was like Simon Childs. And I was like, okay, it's Simon Childs, whoever that is. And I started to look up more. And then there was some controversy that someone was like telling someone else's story. Oh. But I guess... Um, it says most of you by now have probably seen the viral video of G- Glenn Danzig getting punched out by. Okay, North- yeah,
1: there was a video. Yes. Yeah.
0: By Northside Kings singer Danny Mariano. Okay. Marianne-ho. It was
1: like a band guy, but not one that we know. Okay. Correct. I'm satisfied. Yeah, That's Danny Mariano. Okay. Well, anyway. I'm pronouncing that. Incorrectly, what's important is that he was punched.
0: I got to credit the content creator properly. Thank, thank you, you, Danny. Thank
1: you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: but yeah, there is there is a video where it's like Danzig's kind of like... Pull, like
1: Big old beefy, rolling up.
0: Yeah, he's like kind of pushing his weight around mm-hmm. and then the guy just like clocks him and then, yeah, he does like a yeah, little ballerina twirl yeah. and falls down.
1: It's a delight. Look it up.
0: But he hits those like bees in Mother and that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like some Misfits songs.
0: Yeah, I like some Danzig.
1: I don't know if I know any other than the Mother
0: twist of Cain is good
1: mm, mm-hmm. I was also surprised by <laughs> uh, Kate Bush uh, mm. also previously not on the list but on this one came in at number 60 um, you have to assume that the uh, mm. skyrocketing of running up that hill had something to do with it but I don't care I'm hearing running up running up that hill right yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, is it the hill or is it that hill? Uh, hearing running up that hill on the radio has been oh, an experience I never thought I would have. So I'll um, take it.
0: I won't. I won't dox anyone that oh I'm related God. to. But do you remember when we were in Thanksgiving and and you heard it coming from one of our our younger relatives' phones? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Someone was I, just like looking at a TikTok or something and I just yeah, heard it.
0: I believe he's seven, maybe, oh maybe God, eight.
1: It's crazy. And you
0: said you said out loud, Are you listening to Kate Bush?
1: <laughs> I didn't get an answer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was nice. Yeah. She deserves it. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. Um I'm gonna just go through my others and then we can get to the, the big one. Other surprises. Yeah. Yeah. Lauren Hill was at yes. one thirty six. She also was not on the previous list, which is crazy. So yeah, yeah, that was nice. And then uh, Corin Tucker from Sleeter Kenny. Mm. Um, she was one fifty-five. Did you have any others other than the one?
0: Fiona Apple.
1: Oh yeah, I expected her to be on the list. I actually have her on my um, list of the of singers who were too low.
0: Yeah, yeah, she, she was, was too low. One eleven. Maybe not so much surprised as I'm relieved. Yeah, to have seen her on there. Yeah, she, she did have a huge not resurgence, but yeah, fetch the bolt cutters was huge. Yeah, so that I'm sure helped.
1: Got the coveted perfect score from Pitchfork.
0: Yeah, that's
1: what we all hope for.
0: Um, Bob Seeger was one I was happy to yeah, see. Yeah,
1: Bob Seeger was 181, not previously on a list. The the list.
0: Um, Iggy Pop
1: yeah i expected him to be on it um what was he he was 176 he was previously 75 on the top 100 list so was he really yeah he he went down quite a few but i'm glad he's there yeah do you have any others
0: um this i don't know if this would be pleasant or maybe just a neutral but mm. mark anthony oh that was yeah one kind of
1: I think that I just don't I don't think we get him, yeah, I mean he's My, got that I'm, one song, yeah, he was one sixty seven
0: yeah, um yeah, that was that was more just like, yeah, I huh. just know the one song, look so at maybe that. I'm just look not, at that' <laughs> just not schooled on Mark Anthony,, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of scrolling down the list, but some that i I just remember in the moment, mm-hmm. um Sandy Denny from fairport convention Mm-hmm. also known for the Battle of evermore,
1: yeah, that was one sixty four she came in,
0: uh Bobby Blue bland.
1: I don't know who that is, but um, the, he he was 163, previously number 44. Was he the, really? Yeah. Oh. So. Oh,
0: he, got, he got bumped. Yeah. Still on the list, though. hmm That's probably the, the majority of the ones uh, okay. other than the big one.
1: Yeah. So the, the one we keep alluding to is Chris Cornell. Yeah. He was number 80. I was shocked because um, as we were going... We, we knew Kurt Cobain was going to be on it. Mm-hmm. That was a given. Um, and he was number 36 on the last list. He was 45, so he actually went up. Um, we knew he was going to be on it, and usually you get two. Mm-hmm. And most of the time it's Kurt Cobain and Eddie Vedder. <laughs> yeah. And then Lane Staley and Chris Cornell are, you know, y- you don't know. Yeah. So we were going through, and we hit Eddie Vedder at 105. And I thought we were doomed. I, mm-hmm. We'd gotten almost halfway through the list already. And then Eddie Vedder came in and I was like, well, this is it. Because they're not going to not include Kurt and they're not going to do three of them. Mm-hmm. God forbid four.
0: <laughs> God forbid you get a Scott Weiland in there too. Or a Mark Lanigan. Oh,
1: uh, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, number 80, Kurt Cobain. I threw my phone on the table <laughs> and got chills. <laughs> and said, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it really made me happy. Yeah. I mean, I would have obviously he should have been top fifty, but whatever. Oh yeah,
0: take what we can top get. Ten.
1: Yeah. Top five. Yeah, absolutely, I'll say it. absolutely should be on it, and he was, and I was glad. Yeah. However, that leads us to our disappointments of some people being left off. We can we can jump around here because I want to get into my mad ones before I get into all of my the ones I'm upset about. Uh,
0: so these are the ones who are were yeah. on. Well, we can they're... just talk about
1: Lane Staley if you want. Okay. Yeah. He should have been on it. He should have been <laughs> on it. He gets left off. Yeah. he The ranking really goes Kurt, Eddie, Chris, Lane, Scott, Wyland. Even though I don't put Scott Wyland in like... When yeah. I say the ranking, I mean for the general populace, I yes. think.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think Lane, my my theory about the the big four of the, the grunge bands, I did that with air quotes, mm-hmm. um, is that... People always thought that the the traditional view is that Nirvana and Pearl Jam were the most influential, mm-hmm. which obviously they were hugely influential, mm-hmm. but I think over time for better or for worse, I think it's been kind of shown that Alice in Chains was maybe the most influential oh, yeah. Yeah. in good ways, but then also, you know, you get sort of the lesser copycat bands. Yeah and i th- i think that's the one like the the harmonies that lane and jerry did mm-hmm. are the probably the thing that carry through like that influence carries through yeah. out of that initial grunge boom more than maybe anything else mm-hmm. beyond maybe the drop d riffing yeah. in general
1: yeah they had they had two singers yeah still do
0: yeah he yeah lane sort of gets left off I mean, not just sort of, he, yeah. he, he blatantly got let of, left yeah. off of this list. Yeah. But.
1: Yeah. Alice in Chains in general doesn't get, I don't know if it's because they're still like together mm-hmm. and have William Duvall now and are still touring. If that, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if that has anything to do with it. Whereas like Pearl Jam is the same as, as it's always been and still mm-hmm. active. Nirvana, obviously not together mm-hmm. and Soundgarden now not together. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the fact that Alice and Chains are still around doing it, but not as popular as I think they were mm-hmm. with Lane. Mm-hmm. People have their feelings about it. I think it's fine if they want to play music together. They should. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not sure. It seems like within like the hard rock and mm-hmm. like metal circles that that they've only become more like the the '90s Lane yeah. era of the band has only gotten more legendary mm-hmm. as like years go by yeah but yeah within the wider sphere i think it's they they get overlooked
1: yeah and i i mean i don't know like lane was i don't know it's hard to compare the vocals really but mm-hmm. i mean it, he he's probably my number two out of the big four mm-hmm. yeah, like same. eddie vetter i like but he he doesn't have the power or the range as chris cornell and lane stately mm-hmm I think Kurt is just his own thing but yeah it's great yeah I don't he get was it pretty
0: consistently good too I mean he didn't it's hard to compare because you know like Nirvana stopped playing obviously mm-hmm. in 94 so yeah. you only have that short span of time to compare Kurt's vocals then Alice in Chains stopped playing regularly in 93 mm-hmm. and then they did a few shows in 96 so it's not a large stretch of actual time compared to like Eddie Vedder where you can compare 30 years worth of live performances Mm -hmm. or Chris Cornell where you can compare just about 30 All the eras. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas with Lane, it's like, well, you only have this four years or so to work with. Yeah. But even during that time there, he seemed pretty consistent. Yeah. Like more, probably the most consistent Mm -hmm. of the four live, I would say.
1: Yeah. I think sometimes it gets presented as like a caricature with like grunge voice and the mm-hmm. the warble, but like if you listen he's got he's got range and he has more than just a you know yeah.
0: yeah i was listening to a another podcast that was sort of speculating about singers who did and do that type of sound mm-hmm. and the
1: the mad tv sketch the mad
0: tv sketch <laughs> and how there's a you can't, I mean, it's hard to say for sure, but sometimes you can sort of pick up on if people do, that's a variation of that inflection just naturally mm-hmm. because that's just what their voice mm-hmm. wants to do Yeah. versus someone who heard tin mm-hmm. and then thought, I want to do like, you yeah, know, make my mouth into that shape and yeah, yeah. be like the guy in that video.
1: Yeah. You remember when we saw Chris Cornell, I think it was in Nashville. Was it there? where yes. he went to do Hunger Strike, right? Yes. And some t- attention neater in the crowd somehow got on stage to sing the Eddie part with him, mm. and then he started singing it, and Chris Cornell stops and tells him, don't sing it like Eddie, sing it like you. Like He called him out in yeah. real time on stage in front of people who didn't want to hear him. <laughs> yeah. So what,
0: what happened was the guy requested Hunger Strike, and he said, I can't do it because Eddie's not here. Yeah, and then the guy was like, hunger, "Hunger strike, sing it." And yeah, that's when he said, "Well, come up and sing it with me." Yeah,
1: and then he did, and then he got got called the f out.
0: Yeah, and I think he still kind of sang, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, because you know why that guy has no business singing in front of people. <laughs> Who is yeah. he? No, anyway, do you have a, I, if you have a feeling you have a Lane clip. I do to share. Do you want to play it? Yeah, this is per, the, our this is our evidence we're presenting to the court that some of these people should have been on the list and weren't
0: i will give the disclaimer that i'm usually a fan of um my favorite go-to moments for my favorite singers are like the biggest like highest notes and the most outrageous kind of things rather than like you know maybe more subtle soulful moments Mm -hmm. so these clips oh yeah do you have more
1: do you have more than one for lane or just all of them
0: just uh for all my singers got it, got i have it, one it. of lane but got yeah it. just across the singers yeah that I, that I brought with me yeah oh you know what's about to happen yeah let it go through one more iteration of yeah, this yeah
1: that was one like <laughs> fine it's crazy
0: i have wanted to play that last one because it always <laughs> sounded to me like he's shaking like he's in the studio and he's like yeah, yeah. and then he's just shaking yeah. the mic yeah either that or he's just yeah. utilizing the most crazy vibrato
1: yeah, he's got vibrato. Yeah. It's crazy and he But it he, sounds controlled. Yeah. It doesn't sound
0: like he's just splitting his voice. Yeah. Like it's it's very It's a it's in that range for I mean, I guess probably for any singer, mm-hmm. but for like deeper dude singers mm-hmm. where it's it's not so high that you can just scream it in a mm-hmm. falsetto, but it's too high for the normal range voice. It's a yeah. weird sort of mid-range and he, that's like where he sounded. I mean, he sounded his best kind of in his full range, but he hits some like really, I don't know, his best known moments mm-hmm. in that a, a to B range.
1: Yeah. One of my favorite notes I always talk about is when I Can't Remember, mm-hmm. when he hits that high note. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And that's and then, not
0: something he did yeah, that much. Yeah. There's but he a,
1: could, but he just didn't.
0: Yeah. There's a couple moments, like that one on facelift mm-hmm. and then Bleed the Freak. Mm -hmm. when it's coming into the last chorus and there's like an overdub where you can hear him screeching like this kind of it's in the falsetto range. I don't know how he did it, but it sounds like a really distorted Mm false, like heavy vibrato falsetto. Mm -hmm. And that's not something he did much, but it sounds great. Like he definitely could do that.
1: Yeah. He, I don't know. He does. It's like yelling, but it's not yelling like rain. Uh, when I die, that so heavy and it, it it's like he's like yelling but he's he's just singing but it's just like that powerful yeah good for him
0: he uh i mean this isn't like any secret that i'm revealing on the internet but <gasps> but he started out um being into mm. glam metal yeah and there are some clips of him singing like there's one where where i think he was in high school mm-hmm. and he's i it's pre i'm pretty sure it's pre Alice in Chains like the letter <laughs> n there was some band even before that i'm pretty sure but they're playing at some high school talent show and they cover an Armored Saint song, like early 80s, like power metal, I guess. And he just comes out and like screeches this really high, like super high falsetto yeah. note, which is nothing he ever did again. But yeah. he, it sounds good. Like yeah. he it, it sounded like he was very into like Rob Halford mm-hmm. in that early yeah. age. And then, I don't know, maybe there's some like, I know he said in interviews that I've read where he was into Ozzy. Mm-hmm. growing up there's a lot of Aussie in there yeah and I would say there's a lot of like Axl Rose
1: he wishes <laughs> Axl
0: um I and the reason I think that is I mean there's a few reasons but uh one being that Alice in Chains their name originally was Alice like mm-hmm. apostrophe and yeah kind of as an homage to Guns N' Roses um another reason is I'm pretty sure like people credit Lane for the uh yeah that kind of mm-hmm grunge they mm-hmm. call it yarl yeah um i'm pretty sure he was inspired by axel rose because yeah. he was doing the same thing mm-hmm. Like up, <laughs> who probably in turn he got that from whoever not jim morrison but someone yeah. even further back yeah share i don't know share tom jones
1: probably share i think yeah yeah Um, Yeah,
0: that's probably the – I think the other thing I would say about Lane before we move on, I'm I'm sure we'll do Alice in Chains. If Mm -hmm. we keep doing this, I'm sure we'll do Deep Dive Alice in Chains. But I considered doing the uh, live version of Love, Hate, Love from Mm. their live album because it's – he hits it just as well. Mm -hmm. He was a very – again, he only really played live for a somewhat short amount of time. But during that time, he was a pretty consistent – yeah. Singer, yeah. There's not a lot of clips where he he doesn't make it. Mm-hmm. He's pretty pretty on it.
1: Yeah, put him on the list. Yeah. I, there's some people that we could trade them for, I think, but that's fine. Yeah. So that's our first entrant on who should have been that wasn't. Um, do you want to take a break? Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're back. <laughs> Hi.
0: I should make some segue music. Yeah. P break music. It's
1: called a bumper. Need bumper music. Um, okay, so the next I one I want to talk about. Who who's left off the list is probably just the just the most offensive.
0: The most egregious.
1: The most egregious. It made headlines just yesterday, I believe, when people went to the Rolling Stone building and protested. I am, of course, talking about Celine Dion. Who did not make the list this year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somehow, I don't even. I would. I actually want Rolling Stone to comment explain. to explain themselves, justify
0: because, this 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 this, yeah. this gravely <laughs> terrible decision. It
1: doesn't make sense, and I don't. I, I, if my if my data is correct, she also wasn't on the last list either. Hmm. I wasn't paying attention to be mad about it then, but. I just, anti, don't, I, just anti Celine don't, I just don't understand how you don't put Celine Dion on this list. I didn't even uh, pull a clip of her because she doesn't need it. You know any of the how good hits. Celine Dion is. She's crazy, you, like vocally and just as a person. She's a little weirdo, and I love it. Yeah. There's a video of her performing live all by myself, and she hits the big note, and it's just the best moment. You i didn't want to include it because you have to watch it because she leans so far back she's at a 90 degree angle and then she pounds her chest it's it's incredible
0: isn't there a compilation <laughs> video of her hitting the note through the years
1: i think so yeah, yeah. Just uh, get, nailing it every like, time. she sounds the same every time she sounds exactly as recorded every time her vocals are insane
0: it is strange um I know for a while it was extremely uncool to admit you liked Celine Dion, but I feel like we've turned around as a society on most of that. Yeah. So like Mariah Carey was probably one of those, Yeah. but now it's, it's totally Mm -hmm. socially acceptable to say, yeah, she's a great singer. Yeah. Like she has some great songs or, um, or just like pop music in general Mm -hmm. to have like Ariana Grande that Mm -hmm. really high, that, that high on the list and people thinking, yeah, like she's great there's yeah. no questioning that just because she doesn't sing you know heavy rock and roll yeah like there's no denying that but with Celine Dion for some reason still getting denied from the entire list as yep. being like so like kind of one of the big pillars of the divas yeah the divas yeah. yeah
1: yeah when I was a kid she was mom music probably because my mom listened to her but I remember even then in the early 2000s or late 90s I don't know she had she had like hits mm-hmm. out. It she she's she's always making hits. Um, it's all coming back to me now. Oh my god, that that is a masterpiece. It's I mean it was written by Jim Simon, which made so much sense once I realized that yeah. because it's a Meatloaf song. Yeah, but Celine Dion doing it. I would love for Celine Dion to do all the Meatloaf songs.
0: Oh, Celine Dion covers "Bad Out of Hell."
1: Yeah, Meatloaf no also not on the list, which I think was a mistake he should have been on the list because there was no one there's never been anyone else like meatloaf except Celine dion maybe (laughs) but there's never been another meatloaf yeah it's like he was he was it like there are some that came first that other people emulated Mm -hmm. but there is still like the one that's the best and then there are some that it's only them and meatloaf it is only him yeah what a wild man
0: he's probably the one who Most obviously came from like a, like a, I don't know if you would say like a musical theater type background, yeah, like that type of performing, yeah, but had like the uh, was just like that out there, and like I don't know, had that sort of ballsy performance, like ability to make it like rock and roll without too obviously being like a theater kid, yeah, trying to do rock and roll, like he was just so not abrasive, but. Just that, like his performance style and like the grit he would put in Mm -hmm. his voice was just like suited to, to rock and roll.
1: Yeah, and then watch watch some of those music videos. Like people, people these days don't know what it what it was to be like edgy and what music videos used to be. Like Lady Gaga's in a meat dress. Watch the music video for I Would Do Anything for Love. Well, we turned full
2: boomer on episode one.
1: Crazy. (laughs)
2: <laughs> full boomer i
1: know i to reference the lady gaga meat dress is pretty bad i admit that that's on me <laughs> oh god the kids
0: these days even know about the lady gaga meat dress. yeah
1: they're on their gadgets and to them she's just <laughs> an actress
0: <laughs> they're too busy TikTok.ing
1: <laughs> <laughs> lady gaga was on the list she was number 58
0: i'm okay with lady gaga <clears throat> being on the list
1: yeah, that's f- I don't care. Whatever. Um. <laughs> so back to Celine Dion. Yes. My most controversial gripe, I think, is going to be this. Adele was ranked far too high. Far too high. I like Adele. I was in early on, Adele. You know. You were there.
0: Yeah. Didn't you tell me once that you... <laughs> found out about her cuz she played on Conan.
1: Yeah, I, okay, so I used to just fall asleep to television and this is back when Conan was on the the late times. So I remember I fell asleep with the television on and when I woke up it was Conan and it was Adele and I'm pretty sure she was doing Crazy for You which still is my favorite Adele song. That that's the best one that that's she's done. One. Um so anyway, all this to say, I like Adele. I don't like her newer stuff. Like I'm not that tuned into it. I like I listen to the albums, but nothing, nothing has quite grabbed me like "Crazy for You." Mm -hmm. But she was put on this list at number 22. That's too high, especially when you're gonna leave off Celine Dion. Put her on the list. I don't disagree that she should be on there. But twenty two. Let me just tell you who she beat. Let me see. <laughs>
0: um, side note. Oh me, yeah. Did you see the video where James Hetfield plays Crazy for You with his daughter?
1: The Adele song? Yeah. No. Does he sing it?
0: I think she sings it. Uh, I think he plays guitar and okay. she sings it. It's very, right. it's pretty wholesome.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> and of course um, his
0: daughter at the time was
1: A child. A child, yeah. It's it's pretty wholesome. Hi Steve. It's a um
0: sweet little, you know parental moment
1: yeah so adele is number 22 beating out um we got mary j blige at 25 <laughs> that was what the was cat <laughs> <laughs> come here um so adele came in at 22 25 mary j blige 26 paul mccartney dolly parton chaka khan david bowie kurt cobain alia i mean Day, joni mitchell it it
0: um too well, high Aaliyah. that was another surprise oh that yeah was was Aaliyah was of. uh
1: number 40 that was pretty, very high up which yeah.
0: okay. happy to see that
1: yeah anyway i don't she know
0: wasn't, she wasn't like a belter traditionally like no. the type of singer that you would see that high on the list but
1: she was iconic very so. iconic yeah. yeah
0: we yeah i'm a this is an Aaliyah household Aaliyah. yeah yeah so happy to see her that high yes. up yes
1: yeah, but that, that's that's my point. Adele's way too high. I don't know what Rolling Stone is trying to prove here with that. It's just <laughs> so high. I can't. I, what? Ugh. And to not put Celine Dion on the list. Yeah. If Celine Dion was number 22, I'd be like, okay.
0: Yeah. I think fine. that would be fair. That's fine. Yeah.
1: Mm, anyway.
0: I would be happy with Adele being top 100.
1: Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You said you did not have a. No, no um, clip for that example. because
1: everyone knows how good Celine Dion is. Oh yeah. yeah. you don't need it.
0: Yeah. Any, any educate yourselves. Yeah.
1: I'm not going to do it <laughs> for you.
0: She was like a master or I mean, still is, but mm-hmm. a master of like the, uh, big notes leading into key changes. Mm-hmm. That, that yeah. whole thing. Like, yeah. She didn't invent that obviously, no. but she was a master at that. i uh, the, uh, Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, Mm, that that whole moment.
1: Do I want to continue on my list of – I'll continue on my list of people who are too high. (laughs) I didn't put that many. I don't want to be too negative.
0: (laughs) The the deadpan.
1: (laughs) Usher was number 97. Usher honestly shouldn't have been on it. (laughs) Usher? (laughs) I mean, we all liked "You Got It Bad" when it came out, but Usher, yeah. man who cheated on Chilli oh, from TLC, yeah. that's the guy you want in the top 100. No. I remember above Elton John. Mm, yeah, I
0: liked the I liked the song example you used. What about "Yeah"?
1: You mean, as you once said, the <laughs> the Moulin Rouge for guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for us guys <laughs> every 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 dude was bumping that um in freshman year gym when we Is all had to change called, in wait, the
1: same the song's not called moulin rouge it's called lady marmalade, lady marmalade. yeah <laughs> my bad i apologize for messing that up
0: yeah but yeah yeah it's the lady marmalade for yeah us guys. <laughs> it's absolutely true
1: yeah 97 usher I I understand the gap they were trying to fill. I just think they they could have done something different. Like put every member of Boys to Men on the list instead, you know? Yeah. Put genuine. They could have done genuine. Yeah. That would have made more sense. Like yeah. if you're trying to fill the usher gap, there are other options.
0: <laughs> the usher gap. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a like a geographic location. Yeah. <laughs> like a, like a, like a strait between two pieces of land. <laughs>
1: the Usher gap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, oh God, I keep you know, I, it.
0: I had so many names on my, this connects back to Usher, but I had so many names on my list of people that I was wondering why they weren't on the list and so that I had to break it up into tiers. And the first tier is... There's no reason why they shouldn't have been on the list. Mm-hmm. The second tier is obviously they were good, but it's mm-hmm. probably my bias showing. Yeah. And the third tier list was just a bunch of other names where it's like, hey, why wasn't there this pers- person, whether I'm a fan or not, but a name that I thought maybe in exchange for Usher mm-hmm. comparably would mm-hmm. be like Bruno Mars. I
1: don't it was know maybe who-
0: more renowned vocally yeah. than an Usher.
1: Yeah, that's fair personal feelings about and, bruno mars aside
0: yeah yeah but like he's yeah. still like acclaimed yeah he's got like like the vocal chops it's yeah more yeah Choices my my yeah my yeah <laughs> yeah but it's surprising just in the general sense that he wasn't on the list yeah in exchange for an mm-hmm. usher
1: usher <laughs> i don't know um also too high on the list no disrespect to him But I don't think Barry White has any business being number 56. (laughs) That's pretty high, right? Yeah. For Barry White, wedged between Brian Wilson and Tina Turner. Barry White.
0: I guess another comparable exchange for a Barry White um, that I had on my kind of third tier list was, please correct me if he was on the list, but like Lionel Richie or something. Oh,
1: I don't know if he was or not. Like I'm fine with Barry White being on the list. It's is so high usher kind of sh- i don't think should have been on it but barry white that's fine but that's so high
0: another one like just a couple other names just to throw out uh when i said comparably like lionel richie to barry white mm-hmm. obviously their voices aren't the same yeah
1: lionel richie was not on it which is, is surprising. very surprising
0: yeah um a couple others just from that same time frame that i thought of were like barry gibb
1: Barry Gibb. I thought of him the other day not being on it and yeah. I forgot. Very, very yeah. surprising. Yeah.
0: Or even like a, um, I was thinking like Daryl Hall, Fallen Oats. Yeah. Like Why kind not of John Oat? Up. I mean, they're both great. What like, do you
1: have against John Oat?
0: <laughs> but yeah, just some, some names from that kind of around that, that rough, <laughs> I don't know, era and kind of sound and yeah. market of music.
1: Um, the ones I don't think should have been on the list at all.
0: Yeah, you don't have to.
1: Van Morrison. (laughs) 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 I understand people like him for whatever reason. Pre, we'll say they like him pre-finding out he's a turd of a man.
0: That's, that's probably me. Yeah. I I just, I I just think he's so
1: bad. (laughs) Brown Eyed Girl. Like the, the songs don't bother me it's him i don't like the way he sounds yeah why put van morrison on the list when you have joe cocker who you did not put on the Mm. list
0: yeah joe cocker absolutely
1: joe cocker was previously on the list at 97 on the top 100
0: still too low too
1: low and then they didn't put joe cocker on at all but you put van morrison popped there a little bit sorry i'm getting heated i knew this would happen unhinged Unhinged. absolutely unhinged god that guy sucks
0: yeah i i'm in the camp that uh
1: (laughs) name three songs (laughs) i know i know two
0: what's the other one besides brown eyed girl
1: something about a moon
0: oh moon dance
1: yeah what is that
0: the sound yeah um my computer goes off when i get facebook messages
1: oh do not disturb, please.
0: But yeah, I, I'm i in the camp that I do like some Van Morrison. Um, I love Moon Dance. That's a great song. If only obviously, someone
1: else sang it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> obviously, everyone
0: points to like Astral Weeks as being a good album. uh Fleece is a good album. Um, but yeah, this is, yeah, as you said before, I found out he was a turd of a man. Yeah. He, well, he already, he already had a reputation as being like crabby. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I don't mind someone being crabby. I yeah. like Nick Cave.
0: Yeah, <laughs> was Nick Cave on the list? I thought he was. I'll look. I think he was. But um, yeah, like yeah, being crabby and being sort of like a like a grouchy <laughs> older performer is different than being what he.
1: Oh, Nick Cave wasn't on the list. He
0: wasn't on the list.
1: Well, well now been. I'm mad about that.
0: Yeah, he should have been on the list. Yeah, just for kind of the uniqueness of it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Van Morrison. Um, I, I, I always assumed his appeal was the vibe that he put in his songs. I never I never uh like sort of the stream of consciousness of the writing.
1: I don't like Van Morrison. I I know I'm not gonna get the world behind me on it, but he was number thirty seven, which is thirty seven. Too high.
0: Yeah. Again, saying this as like a like a casual Listener. we gotta
1: move on from yeah. bam more not yeah. us the world yeah yeah it's time to move on
0: i yeah i never i didn't know that the like the appeal was his voice i, I thought it was the vibe of the music like the blue like
1: Sha-la-la-la-la.
0: like the sort of celtic bluesy jazzy sort of combination vibe that he started doing on like astral weeks and all that rather than actual voice anyway Mm. i'm rambling van morrison listen
1: i'm not educated on van morrison because i don't like him so someone (laughs) someone will appreciate this (laughs) instead of me just keep yelling about how i don't like him they'll
0: appreciate you saying that you don't like him no they'll
1: probably appreciate you having a more nuanced take about it (laughs) (laughs) than me yeah um next uh axel rose 134 i hate axel rose (laughs) I don't ever want to hear him do anything. The most tolerable he's been was on the song "Patience," but then Chris Cornell covered it, and I never needed to listen to to the Guns N' Roses version again. Get him out of there! He had Cornrows at one point. Like get him out of he's okay. Worse than the Cornrows, he's hmm. done other things worse than have Cornrows. But get stop it.
0: Do you remember the uh, the feud between Axl Rose and Dexter Holland? No when uh, <laughs> uh this is like a year a year or two before Chinese Democracy came out Dexter Holland said yeah the offspring are working on putting out our new album it's going to be called Chinese Democracy <laughs> that's funny and then he, he said something like yeah axel stole stole my braids so i'm going to steal his album title you snooze you lose
1: i i support that more people should bully axel rose and of course no the heard offspring
0: here. i'm sure it was just trolling to begin with but i don't remember I want to say Axl Rose didn't take that kindly. Um, I've, of I've, course
1: not. He's more sensitive than a peach on a hot day. That's not <laughs> a saying. <laughs> uh, um,
0: I do like some Guns N' Roses. Um, it's kind of... Axl Rose has a like a cult following as a singer.
2: Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> that can't be true. <laughs> What is this called?
0: Um, sometimes, <laughs> every once in a while, I'll I'll go through like a phase where I listen to the like handful of Guns N' Roses songs that I like, and mm-hmm. if you look at the YouTube comments, it's like Axl Rose greatest singer of all time. Not just like <laughs> he's the best rock and roll singer since X since whoever you know like Dio or whatever. It's like all time. He has the biggest range. Okay, you know, like all these things. I do like some Guns N' Roses songs though. I
1: have a question. Yeah. As a <laughs> Since I have you as a resource, the Guns and and Roses historian is like historian is welcome to the jungle. Regarded as like a good performance from Axl Rose, is that like him doing well (laughs) in the eyes of a fan?
0: Are you saying I'm the fan?
1: I don't know. You're all I have right now, so. Uh
0: We'll have to do a Guns N' Roses episode and bring <laughs> no, in a fan. No, no.
1: Uh, I don't want to meet them and I don't want them in my home.
0: Welcome to the jungle as well. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to the jungle. That's one of those songs that I don't know if I can have an opinion on because I've heard it too much. But it's like, like my vocal... Visceral... Is
1: that like a good vocal performance for Axl Rose? Yes. So, okay.
0: So <laughs> what we were saying about Celine Dion, yeah, like the... Uh, it's all coming back to me now. That yeah. note, the yeah. note Yes. where there's a compilation video of her hitting the note consistently for 20 years. Yeah. There's a similar thing for welcome to the jungle <laughs> where, where it goes like,
1: from legible to. <laughs>
0: yeah. So like the, um, do you know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby. You're going to, that, that thing. <laughs> yeah. Like the really high yeah. legato notes. There's, whoa. I, I know I've. You
1: can't just throw out legato.
0: I know I've. Uh, I know I've seen like a compilation video of him doing that high <laughs> note in Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Like here's how he did it in '87. Here's how I did it in '91. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then there's like a gap where uh-huh. they weren't playing. Here's how he did it when he came back in 2001. Uh-huh. So on and so forth. Uh-huh. And then, so yeah, there's people who deep dive about like the okay. actual Rose notes. So I, I think Welcome to the Jungle is one of those. That and like Night Train.
1: I don't know it, but oh, the point song. the point I'm trying to make is if Welcome to the Jungle is an example of Axl Rose at his best, I think it's fucking terrible. <laughs> like <laughs> he sounds like he's doing a parody of a hair metal singer. Like it, it doesn't sound like a, how a real person sings, and it's not how he sings. Yeah. He's like his actual. Real voice is more like it was in patience. Patience. If yeah. he saying like that more, I might have a different opinion. But that high voice that he does, it just it it's a caricature.
0: It, it's if terrible. Listen, if you listen to Nazareth, I, I think won't. that's what he's. I think that's what he's going for. It's like a combination of Dan McCafferty from Nazareth and um, I don't know, bon Scott or Brian Johnson terrible. from ACDC. Um, I would.
1: You know who else I don't like. Bon ACDC. Scott or Brian Johnson from ACDC.
0: Who were not on the list, surprisingly. Thank
1: God. At least I got that right. <laughs> Again, that's like ACDC. It also just sounds like someone putting on a voice. It It's kind of like what we were talking about with mm-hmm. Lane Staley, how people put on a Lane Staley voice to sing. But that's how he sounded. These pe- Some of these people, Axl Rose and the ACDC boys, they sound like they're putting on a voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... And there's a way to like put on a voice that mm-hmm. works mm-hmm. with what foreshadowing one of my examples does it well. Oh ooh, yeah. But I don't get it.
0: I think my theory going back to A C D C and Nazareth is that
1: every time you say Nazareth, I just hear the band song and I get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think of the actual band Nazareth. The, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think I think Brian Johnson, I I don't want to be wrong on this. Um but I don't feel like looking it up. I feel like Brian I, Johnson. I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> you say you respect that? Yeah. Um, ACDC is obviously Australian, but I think Brian Johnson is Scottish.
1: Is That's that confusing.
0: Um, and Nazareth is Scottish. Uh, and I always wondered if Brian Johnson was influenced by Dan McCafferty of Nazareth because them both being Scottish singers and they both have that like... uh gravel and broken glass and whiskey mm-hmm. voice but it seemed like with Dan McCafferty that it was like I, more
1: I don't know what to think about you dropping the lead singer of Nazareth's name so casually I looked, I looked it up earlier okay.
0: <laughs> also he passed away recently so oh, it was in my I court. apologize it was in a, rest in peace
1: I have no opinion on Nazareth
0: <laughs> um I only know one album and it's the one with love hurts on it
1: that's Nazareth yeah Maybe I do have an opinion on Nazareth.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Bon Scott. Um, I don't know. Like people swear by Bon Scott ACDC. I, no, thank you. Um, I know our, my friend and yours, Justin, um, one time played me Bon Scott's prog rock band oh, pre-ACDC <laughs> where he plays like an oboe or something. Oh, okay. And he, the way he sang in that band, it still sounded like him. Like, it wasn't the uh, sort of snotty Mm -hmm. ACDC, like, TNT voice, Mm -hmm. but it was still, like, that sort of higher up, sort of nasally Mm -hmm. thin type of voice, Mm -hmm. but it was just, like, more for prog rock, like he was listening to...
1: It sounds like my nightmare.
0: (laughs) He had, like, a beard and, like, long hair, but it still looked like him, and it still sounded like him, but with, like, prog rock. Oh, thanks. Like, playing, like, Jethro Tull-type music.
1: The last entry. (laughs) (laughs) That I don't Another think <laughs> should have been on the list at all <laughs> is Lana Del Rey. I, I don't get it. I've never gotten it. I remember when that album came out, I I was working at uh, Redacted and <laughs> everyone was going crazy for it. And I even remember at the time I didn't get it then and I certainly don't get it now. If anything, she's gotten worse as a performer and a person, it seems like. At least out at least as far as we know worse mm-hmm. as a person, but people go crazy for it, and I don't get it i don't i would i I don't know um I'm, I haven't
0: listened <laughs> to my thing with Lana del rey is you can jump back in if I cut you off in the middle of, the, <laughs> <laughs> of a of a flow <laughs> but I listened to Lana del rey when back yeah around that same time was it two thousand eleven the, the maybe? born to die era born to die, yeah um like, I listened to the the songs, the kind of singles she had at that time, like the video games one, and there's something else that isn't coming to mind, and I, they didn't really do it for me. Um, the only other song that comes to mind from a f- couple of years later was The Summertime Sadness, mm-hmm. which that one, I guess I'm fine with that one. Um, I know people swore by the Norman Rockwell album when it came out a Pass. couple of years ago, but I I honestly haven't... like. The initial stuff I listened to didn't do much of anything for mm-hmm. me, so I never listened to like that any of the acclaimed albums, so I can't really speak to it. Yeah, that being said, the few songs I've listened to didn't really do anything for me.
1: Yeah, don't like her. Um, I feel like what Lana Del Rey is going for is... Hope Sandoval, who was not on the list from Azzy Star, who should have been. Especially if you're going to put Lana Del Rey on the list at number 175. I just don't get it. She famously has one of the worst SNL performances you've ever seen in your whole life. It's just... She's always just felt very mm, manufactured, but in a different... I don't know. Because like you can say that... Britney Spears is was was manufactured and that's somewhat true I think you know a lot of pop artists are mm-hmm. one direction mm-hmm. quite literally put together like a power Ranger by Simon Cowell and so that you know that can work or it can't and I don't think with her it does because her whole thing is she's just like you know clon up and sad girl singing <laughs> songs about the beach or whatever but Really, she, if you look at her real name, she looks like she grew up, an, I would i would put money that she grew up riding horses as, like, a hobby, like, for sport, you know? <laughs> like, she's definitely got, like, a horse ribbon. <laughs> That's not really the point of <laughs> it to make. I just don't think it's very interesting or good, and I don't think she should be on the list, and I don't like her. Uh, would you have any you would like to yell about? <laughs> Before we pivot into into ones we people we, we like. <laughs>
0: um I think a lot of mine probably probably matched yours. Mm. Um I don't think there were I can't really think of anything that that irked me that didn't already irk you. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like there maybe was another one that didn't get brought up. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess there would be one other one that comes to mind. Who is it? Oh, is this the one that you didn't want to mention? Maybe. Was it, were they really high up or really, like, middle or Um, really kind of low?
1: Top 100. Okay.
0: Is it to not upset the fans maybe okay yeah I I won't mention it (laughs) I I, I will say I I think this is a Van Morrison situation with this individual where I didn't realize the appeal was so much like the this this artist's vocal ability as much as it is the songwriting yeah I I, I think in this person that the appeal was in the songwriting rather than yeah being I don't know who you're
1: talking about
0: (laughs) Should I just say it? Yeah, Taylor Swift.
1: Oh no, I wasn't. I forgot all about Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh okay. Um. um yeah, Taylor mm-hmm. Swift
0: being on the list. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. It's. We're not Taylor Swift listeners, but yeah. I, I'm past any point in my life of of hating on Taylor Swift.
1: Musically, I'm pretty neutral. Yeah. Um. It's not surprising to me that she'd be on this list because she's like, the biggest star. Yeah. In the world. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, But yeah, for what the list is, I don't know if it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I, my assumption is that the, like the drawing point, uh, is yeah, the songwriting and her connection with her fan base. I guess you would call Mm -hmm, it. Um, mm -hmm. Not to say that her voice is like detracting from that. No. But I think compared to a, this is a real wild comparison, Mm -hmm. but. I don't know. Compared to maybe like an Adele, mm-hmm. as maybe a closer mm-hmm. comparison, where the yeah. appeal is the voice, is the voice. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, people are. I guess people. A lot of people are drawn to the songwriting mm-hmm. with Adele, but I think the the primary focus. What I'm getting at is Adele's voice. Yeah. Compared to Taylor Swift, where I think maybe her voice is secondary to the songs, I to the hooks, mm-hmm. to the lyrics, yeah. and All that.
1: Yeah, I I think she was like 102. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, Taylor Swift was one oh two. I don't know that she should be that high, but I'm not surprised she's on the list. I don't really have a problem with it. Yeah. Reddit did. Every subreddit. <laughs> and I went to like I went to pop, metal, classic rock, general music. They were all mad about it, which was very confusing.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I would say I'm mad about it. I don't really
1: care about that one. Yeah. Um a lot of people were upset that pink wasn't on the list. I, Which, I, I
0: saw people saying that.
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm just like not with it. But to me, I just think she's fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Was Miley Cyrus on the list? She wasn't. That's kind of surprising. I yeah. I would put that in the same category as Pink with yeah. like sort of pop adjacent. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would call Miley Cyrus like pop nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think she's branched out. But like yeah. pop adjacent singers, but yeah. with like a...
1: A little bit of a flare,
0: A little bit of a flair. Like More a,
1: distinctive... Yeah, not like so a, sweet voice. Like a raggedness to the yeah. voice. A lot of people are mad about Kelly Clarkson being 194. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly Clarkson has a good voice. Mm-hmm. I just don't think. I just don't think she's had as much of an impact.
0: Yeah, like beyond being like kind of the archetype of the right singing show. Yeah, like she had good winner. songs.
1: I just don't know that she's like. I don't know to compare it to like Christina Aguilera. Yeah. I just think culturally, there's, it's just a little different. I don't know. Again, I would have put, fine.
0: I guess uh, to compare singing show mm-hmm. winners, I would have put Kelly Clarkson above Carrie Underwood.
1: I forgot about Carrie. Yeah, Carrie Underwood should not have been on this list. I'm sorry. 158, way too high. Way too
0: high. If I were, yeah, if I were to pick one of the two, if it had to only be one, it'd yeah. be Kelly Clarkson. Yeah,
1: I don't. I saw people
0: being upset that Jennifer Hudson wasn't on the list.
1: Um yeah. I mean I get it. She's not so much a like radio singer. She's Mm -hmm. more musicals now, you know. Yeah. Um Carrie Underwood, so if I'm just confused of that being the pick for the like modern country artist mm-hmm. when they entirely skipped any like 90s country divas, you know? Yeah. Like, why not Shania Twain? Like, not interesting enough. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Taylor Swift's on it. Yeah. Like, vocally, both not, you know, not like a, not vo- both. Yeah. Yeah. But like, vocalist. important and distinctive still. Yeah. Or,
0: also, I, I want to say before you continue that I don't really care for the term diva. I, it feels weird <laughs> when I say it. I don't okay. really like it. I'm allowed to. But yeah.
1: I mean, it in like the, the, the VH1 um, divas performances yeah. Yeah, <laughs> type <yeah>. of way. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's just like that's the way to like <laughs> yeah. the, the Mariahs and yes. the Whitney's yeah. and the Celine's like yeah. they're divas. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm uh,
1: specifically thinking about who has been involved in the VH1 divas performance. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it though. Yeah. But yeah, the the nineties country ladies were really missed, missed out on, slept on. Like, why mm-hmm. not Reba? Why not? Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone else is like really big enough from the nineties. Like, uh, Martina, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she I mean, has she had, like, she she legitimately has like the pipes, you know. Yeah, so. and she
0: had the, like a good handful of big hits. Yeah, yeah, but anyway. yeah, I don't know about the the list. I guess is sort of strange in that. Um, I mean, obviously it's got a lot of rock, you mm-hmm. know, like the go-to rock singers. Yeah. It's like a mix of rock, um, kind of the pop, like diva type vocalists. Yeah. And then it's got like it's got like the little smattering of it's like, yeah, rock, pop, soul, um, mm-hmm. or like more modern like R and B singers. And then there's like a smattering of you get a handful of like country singers. Yeah. But it's an odd mix of country singers. Yeah. You get like Like as far as like really hard rock, Mm -hmm. you get a couple of examples, but again, like Lane Staley, you get Mm -hmm. people like that who are left out. um, Although you get like Dio or Ozzy or people like that, Rob Halford. Um, A couple of examples for like adjacently punk rock Mm -hmm. where you have like Joe Strummer yeah, or um, Iggy Pop, um, Danzig, but you don't have, I would even include like Henry Rollins, who isn't Mm -hmm. a singer necessarily, but like... The uniqueness mm-hmm. of what he did, mm-hmm. and like the intensity of it, I feel like that would warrant, yeah, like, like just being so like un unapologetic about like what it is he's doing, he, yeah. yeah, um, but yeah, anyway, yeah, like not just a handful of like punk artists, and then kind of of the pre rock era, mm-hmm. you get just a handful, yeah, so it's like what Hank Williams is on there, yeah, you're Sinatra, get, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, Rolling Billie Stone Holiday. is obviously mm-hmm. going, to, going to always lean more classic rock. And then yeah. they seem to just always include, again, the mm-hmm. same 20 people for everything. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's like, we don't have, what if we didn't, though? Would yeah. we, we'd probably be okay. Like, yeah. what if we started phasing some of these out? Yeah. Would we live? I think so.
0: Like, <clears throat> I guess, yeah, like, I, I figured, I don't know if you put like Hank Williams or like, uh, Barbra Streisand, um, mm-hmm. or Sinatra. Then I think there would be a case to include like Judy Garland or something. If you're going to yeah. do that,
1: mm-hmm. or like Liza Minnelli, Liza or something. Minnelli, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. or even I don't know, like Pavarotti or something like that. If oh, you're going to go that a, route.
1: they did make a note about not including any opera singers. I forgot what it was, but uh, they they okay. mentioned it. I don't remember okay, what their excuse was, but <laughs> cowards, cowards. <laughs> um, while we're talking about country, I do think it's strange that Garth Brooks wasn't on it. Mm-hmm. Um we got George Strait and that was kind of the most
0: closest to modern.
1: Yeah, well we got Chris Stapleton mm, who yeah, like yeah. is kind of an in-between guy, I think. That was kind of nice. Um but yeah, no Garth seemed rude. Yeah. And while staying kind of on country, Brandy Carlisle not being on the list was strange to me, especially if you're going to include like Carrie Underwood. They make very different music, but Brandy Carlisle does lean country. I think mm-hmm. it's Americana. I think is usually what she identifies it as. But I don't know for for a, a current artist if you they they included quite a few. I think Brandy Carlisle should be on
0: it. Yeah, and she's. She's very so, hot. She's
1: so hot right now. It's yeah, it seemed strange
0: <laughs> to leave her off. Yeah. That she was someone who I was really considering putting an example for. Yeah. Um right on time. Yeah. The note mm-hmm. and that. Speaking of SNL performances, like mm-hmm. that that was like a actual like physical yeah. chill yeah. Yeah. inducing.
1: Yeah. And she's another one who's like so consistently good. Like mm-hmm. she hits it. She's one of those people who whose voice cracks on key. Mm-hmm. Like um, is it Mary Clayton? Mm-hmm. from gimme shelter
0: mary clayton wasn't on the list i yeah. know she wasn't like a well she put out solo albums yeah. but more of a background mm-hmm. singer but come on mary
1: i think clayton. for that song alone honestly <laughs> mm, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um and plus
0: brandy carlisle like i'm saying this only having learned about brandy carlisle within the last oh, yeah, six we're, years we're recent converts, yeah yeah but she has been like making albums for what, 20 oh, years a super long time yeah, she's yeah. been at it for a while yeah. like she's not
1: she ain't no spring chicken. Is that an insult? Do people say that as an I insult? No, this ain't my first rodeo. Yeah. Spring like, chicken. Like, I'm no spring chicken.
0: You call me a spring chicken? <laughs> bok, bok. Yeah, Brandy Carlisle, absolutely. Yeah. Even 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 aside for her being, like, a hot commodity the last yeah. year or two, like, just the last, I, I guess I really only know her two most recent albums, mm-hmm. two or three, but yeah, yeah. those alone, like, like That's she, another one where she,
1: I, she legitimately has the goods. So <laughs> yeah,
0: I thought about using her as an example, but yeah. it's another one. Just listen to like those last two albums, mm-hmm. and just about any song, yeah, like, like is a good example of her. Ugh, even when she's
1: like not belting, just the songs alone, like mm-hmm. I we're never having children. I don't want children. <laughs> never, never really have. But that song, the mother, like. Mm. It's it's really something to get emotional when you're not someone who <laughs> wants to have children about a song about having children. Yeah, that's a special gift right there.
0: Yeah, when it's when it's that good, it hits mm-hmm. just right. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we oh move my God. to another? Wait,
1: yeah. There's she. Brandi Carlisle does this thing. I think she's done it a couple times where she will perform in a women's prison, and like mm. she, like they'll have like a concert at a women's prison, and she played the mother. My God, if you want to cry, yeah,
0: I'll have to watch that. All those, I'm, I'm not aware of there's that. There's
1: a bunch of women; they are mothers, and they're just sobbing. It's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah she's, anyway, she's great. <laughs> yeah. Great. Sorry. <laughs> Seems like a great
0: lady. Um, great I'm gonna
1: artist. I'm gonna go through just some on my list that uh, I don't really have a lot to say other than I think it's strange they're not on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack White, I kind of expected to be on there. Yeah. I'm not a Jack White stan, but. <laughs> Um, he just kind of seems like the, the type that would be on this kind of list. And it was yeah, kind of surprising. Like unique style. Yeah. Um, Joe Cocker, I've mentioned several times. He yes, should have been on it, yeah. especially in place of some people. Yeah. Um, Madonna, I thought it was really strange that she wasn't on this. She's kind of the mm, archetype yeah. for the pop pop lady. Yeah. And she wasn't on it.
0: Was she on the previous list? I don't think so. Really? Yeah. And Madonna, like I feel like for a long time was kind of a... I could be wrong, but like kind of a critical, a listical
1: diva, darling. I <laughs> will stop saying diva. I know you hate it. Yeah. Um, no, I don't mind it. Like
0: it's. I guess it's more when I say it, it just feels. You don't want to
1: say it as like a pejorative, right? Yeah. No, that we 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 reclaimed it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry. It's the straight face in which you said that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Madonna. I can. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was strange that she wasn't on it. Um, Tom Waits, he was mm. on the last list. Um, let me get my he was number eighty-two in the last list. And he did not make make this one. Um, and I think he should have been.
0: Yeah. Yeah, again, just for like uniqueness.
1: Yeah. Um I also think Nick Cave should have been. I could have sworn yes. he was, but apparently not. I, <laughs> I guess so I just too. imagined it. I don't I know. I left
0: him off of my list of people who should have been on because I thought he was Yeah, one.
1: he he wasn't. I was kind of like, also like Nick Drake usually makes this kind of list. Yeah. When we were going through the top 20, I really took a swing and I thought maybe Elliot Smith would be on it. But like, yeah, I don't know that the, the Nick Drake, Elliot Smith hole <laughs> is filled. Um, Cat Stevens. Yeah. You know, not, not on there, but maybe, maybe should have been. The
0: sort of soft spoken mm-hmm. folksy vocal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: like a, like Paul Simon wasn't, yeah. found out that Paul Simon wasn't on the previous list, but Art freak and Garfunkel was okay, pretty crazy. Yeah, Kathleen Hanna I think Mm. should have been on it. They Mm -hmm. included, you know, Courtney Love and Corn Tucker. That was nice, but Kathleen Hanna. I mean,
0: yeah,
1: doesn't get any better. Put her on. Put her on the list.
0: Don't get any better than that.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Shirley Manson. Shirley Manson. Pat Benatar. A crime. She just got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Put her on. Annie Lennox. Who got yep. inducted with the Eurythmics recently was yep. on the previous list um, at ninety three and was left off of this one. I think that was very surprising. I think it's weird that she wasn't on it. Yeah. Um, Alanis Morissette. Yeah, I think she should be on it. I, yeah, I mean she's Alanis is great. Alanis is cool.
0: Yeah, also kind of surprising because I think yeah. she put out like an acclaimed album a couple of years ago. Like people yeah. are in a pro Alanis mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, recent years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: and she's got a voice. This is kind of a – this is definitely my bias, but I think there's there's a world where Amy Lee could be on this. Yeah. You, you want to tell me there wasn't a cultural reset when Evanescence came out? Look at my hair. <laughs> 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 I, I am proof. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Amy Lee is one of the ones where it's like there's not a lot of – women that get to be at that level mm-hmm. so
0: yeah that's sort of i mean the like the overall style of like the hard rock and yeah. heavy metal yeah with like the clean female vocal yeah that's something that's been done a lot yeah like there are a lot of good bands that do that mm-hmm. but i think it speaks to her talent yeah there will were,
1: be an evanescence episode yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs>
0: that they were able to and again, like going back to the manufactured thing, you can make yeah. a case for any any successful band being manufactured. Mm-hmm. I'm sure part of it's that, like they just got lucky and the right person put the right mm-hmm. push and money behind them. Yeah. But that aside, like the hooks are there, the quality of her voice, like yeah. the music and the songs are good. But I think that's an example where probably the main appeal musically of it is her voice.
1: I agree. Yeah.
0: Over, over like the heavy guitars or yeah. the lyrics or I mean, you, the beat or anything like that.
1: Once upon a time, you found the isolated tracks from Fallen mm-hmm. and um, pulled out the kind of cheesy guitar for me yeah. and made it more of a full um, piano album. <laughs> you gave me the piano cut. And then funny, years later, they came out with the Synthesis album, which mm-hmm. is... Strings and piano takes on their songs, which is
0: what we always so wanted. So
1: good, yeah. It's and we got so to good. see that tour, we saw it, it live, good. and I think I cried. Yeah. It was so good.
0: I did spend like a decent amount of time after that show, sort of trying to justify to a lot of my friend our friends, like, yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're it. That's yeah, yeah, pretty great.
1: We'll have our time. Well, yeah. the time will come when we will educate these people.
0: Um, do you want to?
1: I want to go to a clip. Yeah, I yeah. want to go to one of mine. We're.
0: Uh, <clears> you, want, <throat> you want me to tell you the time we're at? Yeah, an hour and a half.
1: Okay, I mean, but you'll, there's some shenanigans you can cut out. Yeah, I think it'll be okay. So one of one of again the the most offensive <clears throat> to leave off the list to me is Ann Wilson from Heart. I just there's no excuse for it. Like Celine Dion, how do you not? Uh, I don't. I don't understand. Like Heart was huge. They they were gigantic. They were very popular. They were they were ladies and sisters doing rock
0: in different eras. In too. different
1: era, yeah, they were like throughout the the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Mm-hmm. I think. And yeah, I think
0: all I want to do is make love to you. Was yeah. early nineties. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't understand how you leave off Ann Wilson. She is one of one of the the best mm-hmm. ever, and we have a clip to prove it. This is Mistral Wind. There's just a, a little a little snippet for you. That entire song is incredible. Um, there's a video of them doing that in 2010 when Ann Wilson would have just about ready to turn 60 years old doing that. And it is – it's insane. Like yeah. she – obviously anyone gets older, their voice changes, but she can still – do it. People make comments a lot about her like having lost her voice and not being able to, to hit the step, but really she she can. Yeah. I don't know if maybe there was a period that was that was rough, because yeah. I you know some singers go, go through rougher periods and then yeah. get get their healthy vocals back, but like she can still she still do it. It's mm-hmm. wild.
0: I yeah I'm not I can't say I know every era of heart yeah. like I do some bands, but I've listened to the majority of their albums mm-hmm. um i don't know the last like the 2000s albums so as yeah. much but yeah any video i've seen she sounds great
1: yeah like can she hit the original like barracuda notes i don't think so i think they go a little lower but yeah. it's still like
0: but for yeah being she's now. gotta be at 70 now yeah. It, yeah yeah like the m- more recent <laughs> like the cover albums she's done she still sounds yeah great. it was really good yeah yeah it Uh, nancy wilson too i mean for that mm, matter both i mean both great
1: yeah the the humble vocalist nancy but she's also very good excellent yeah yeah they actually sound a lot alike honestly like nancy doesn't do the belts as much as ann but they sound pretty similar um it's insane to not have ann wilson on this list and it it might be the one i'm most angry
0: about probably even yeah i would say I don't know if it's more egregious than Celine Dion. Yeah. I if mean, I the Celine like Dion
1: a, is like almost laughable because yeah. it's like silly ghosts, but Ann like, Wilson is like offensive. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like the three for me, it would be, we've named them now. It would be Ann Wilson, Celine Dion, Lane Staley, mm-hmm. where it's just there's no justification yeah. of leaving them off. Yeah. I guess on the subject of, I'm going to name a few names. Go for too. it. Name some names. Yes. <laughs> on the subject of people who have retained their voices through the decades. Paul Rogers. It mm-hmm. was at the very top of my list. Yep. Where I, I was trying to find a clip. The thing about Paul Rogers is he just sounds great on every song. Yeah. He's not the type of singer to have like that one moment where he just like hits the super high note yeah. and really goes for it. Just he has consistently a, just good. Consistently yeah. good. The tone of his voice. He has a wide range. And if you watch any video, I don't know if he's toured any since COVID, um, but there's videos of him like right up until you know 2018 2019 plays all the same songs in the same keys he he does a thing live where he i wouldn't say he like hits lower notes but it's like in the studio you can tell that's where he gives it his all yeah where he hits like the highest notes he can Mm -hmm. and then live i think probably to preserve his voice he won't hit like the super high note but he also doesn't like duck out of it he just he still has the same vocal range it's not like he sounds weaker or like sings it differently than you hear in the studio, mm-hmm. and yeah he sounds the same in the within the last few years as he did when he was like I think when free started he was like eighteen yeah so since he was a teenager, <laughs> which is insane now mm-hmm. that he's in his early seventies, yeah so yeah Paul rogers, um
1: he was fifty five on the previous list, so he did make it before
0: weird mm-hmm. he should have he should have been on
1: yeah, I think it's strange he was one that
0: got- yeah. And that's Cut. kind of one that a lot of rock singers like point to mm-hmm. as one of the great ones. Yeah. Like he's, he doesn't do the Robert Plant thing of singing super high, yeah, but just having like that sort of bluesy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I think I don't want to be wrong here, but I think he mentions listening, like being a fan of like Otis Redding, yeah. like that type of vocal, mm-hmm. which you can sort of hear it where it's like the lower sort of low mid range mm-hmm. baritone voice. But yeah, Paul Rogers was one, um, Brandon Boyd. Yeah. Um, another person who I was trying to come up with a clip for, but it's just kind of great. Yeah. Um, and just the styles that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of the... Basically rapping on yeah. the first two Incubus yeah. albums, yeah. but like in his own way, not yeah. trying to not trying to sound like... He wasn't trying to sound like, uh, I don't know, like using an NWA or something. Yeah, yeah. Or a <laughs> beastie <R-I-P-st-y> boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just doing his own thing. And then also having like... Like, his vocals, like, his sung vocals in the early albums sounded very, like, you could tell he was listening to, like, Mike Patton. Mike Patton also, like, kind of surprised. I newest. might need to
1: get education on Mike yeah. Patton. All <laughs> I know is that one Faith No More song. Yeah. That's Where he's him, making right? fun of Anthony <laughs> Yeah, <Nikitas>. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> But, yeah, then getting into, like, Morning View, and mm-hmm. then especially, like, Crow Left of the Murder yeah. and Light Grenades, where yeah. he's, like, expanding his range. Mm-hmm. He was still, like, a young man. I yeah. think he was, God, he probably wasn't even 30 <laughs> yet, but... Like that was the peak of his voice, like five and six albums mm-hmm. in. And then um, he's kind of a person where it seems like only like once he was hitting 40, he was having some vocal troubles. Mm-hmm. And then I think within the last year, he was there was a clip where he's like just talking like upfront about it and saying he got like some sort of nose surgery because he had broken his nose as a kid Mm -hmm. and that's what's been causing his troubles the nose expanding when you get older yeah and i guess he got a surgery to try and repair it and he's been sounding good again good now that he's you know mid 40s or whatever brandon boyd uh burton cummings from the guess who yeah excellent like the type of just like balls out screaming Mm -hmm. but also just like the he can do that sort of paul rogers type of lower soulful singing but then go up to the robert plant screaming voice Mm-hmm. And just had like a, a string of like a ton of hits for a good few years.
1: Yeah, like um, no time, no time. Is that the song, yeah, like that man. What a what a good example. These eyes. Oh yeah, a classic.
0: Sly Stone.
1: Uh, yeah, I had him on my list, but I was gonna let you. Yeah. Take it.
0: Uh, Sly Stone
1: just. Uh, oh, I was on the list uh, previously at seventy eight. Really?
0: Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah, him just having the mix of like, really like deep like gospel yeah um and like that 60s r&b mm-hmm.
1: and then just like
0: funk just, like yeah <laughs> like like family affair just the really yeah. like low voice or if you want me to stay
1: uh-huh. but then like can genuinely like sing like yeah uh, and like
0: the scream not screamy but like the high like falsetto like, notes let me have it all like yeah. that one's like yeah
1: genuinely good vocals yeah like singing
0: like yeah just like kind of blending like the the Motowny Staxy mm-hmm. singing with like funky sort of mm-hmm. James Brown like more being like a frontman. Yeah, kind of in a way that it's like I feel like I'm a Sly Stone super fan, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those things where I feel like a lot of people don't like he's the one who made all that kind of sound yeah. natural yeah. in a way that people don't realize. Yeah, like Prince. Yeah. Which obviously Prince is great. Prince is really high in the list Mm -hmm. and should have been. Yeah. I feel like Prince got a lot of that from Sly Stone. Yeah. And I think he was like upfront about it. Like, yeah, Sly Stone was the guy who I got all that from. Yeah. The gospel-y thing, the funk thing, the R&B thing, Mm -hmm. and then like a little bit of like pop and rock and psychedelic music just all He did it all. Yeah.
1: Another uh, influence example and one that I forgot to write down but was on my list and probably on yours is Andre 3000. Yes. Um, he was coming up, yeah. <laughs> like I'm sure there's like Prince influence with Andre 3000 because it's Prince and he mm-hmm. influenced everybody. But I mean, Andre 3000 could do probably a spot on Sly Stone <laughs> singing, mm-hmm. like it's there. Yeah. He he yeah like Sly she Stone lives is my lap. Yeah. yeah 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 yeah. But Sly Stone is the example of like he did all of it and he did it the best. Mm-hmm. Like pe- people people. Take influence from from him. He's the one. He's yeah,
0: yeah. And obviously, like you know, he's not the person who like he wasn't the first person to put it. like yeah. yeah. He wasn't the person who put like gospel with mm-hmm. rock and roll. That was going on way before him. But yeah. I think I think like the 70s style of funk, mm-hmm. like the like the deep like slower bassy grooves mm-hmm. and like the drum machines. I think that was him. Yeah. Like obviously, you had like as far as like the more up tempo like the uh breakbeat type drums mm-hmm. and the sort of energetic horn sections that was more like james brown was mm-hmm. doing that kind of thing but when you get into the like sort of like really like stoned sounding um yeah. flabby bass and yeah. drum machines that was all sliced up. it end, was I just
1: think. it's just so like balls to the wall like wild like yeah like there, there's i don't know there's like no box for it he just yeah. kind of goes all out yeah <laughs> all the there's time. a riot going on <laughs> yeah. fresh like yeah fresh is a perfect album fresh yeah. yeah
0: um yeah Sly stone i put bruce dickinson from iron maiden okay um as far as like metal vocalists yeah. like he's kind of one of the top people like he like him and rob halford are kind of the two like metal vocalists yeah. that people point to and he was not uh rob halford was on the list Bruce yeah, Dickinson he, was not yeah
1: rob halford was 129 um other metal guys ozzy osbourne was mm-hmm. uh i think 121 i'm not mistaken yeah 112 sorry oh. my bad
0: dio dio
1: yes uh he was oh sorry i was looking under d but they they put him under ronnie james dear <laughs> his real name yeah he was 165
2: yeah
0: yeah um another i'm gonna name one more name mm-hmm. and then i'm probably just gonna go, go and jump clip? to my next clip yeah, yeah, uh, steven tyler
1: books. yeah he was on the last one um oh Steven Tyler was ninety nine on the last list. Oh, so he barely um,
0: made the cut that time.
1: Yeah. Well, I have it up real quick. So the ones that were left off of this list but were on the oh, last yeah, one. Yeah. Um Steve Winwood, Jim Morrison, Paul Rogers, Eric Burden. Mm. Roger Roger Daltrey was on the other list, right? Yeah. Okay. I had an issue with some of my my data. <laughs> um Jerry Lee Lewis, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Hallman, <laughs> James Taylor, Sly Stone, Frankie Valley. John Lee Hooker, Tom Waits, Sam Moore, Art Garfunkel, Don Henley, the Everly Brothers. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, not like them being on it, but that Both of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Annie Lennox, B.B. King, Joe Cocker, and Steven Tyler.
0: So, Yeah, a lot of those. Mo- most of those are surprising. Greg Allman was on my list yeah. of why wasn't he on. Yeah, he should have been. Um, that's the majority. I mean, I've got a lot more names, but those are the ones I really wanted to point out. Yeah. Like, make a case for that uh, other than a couple that I know you already have clips coming up for. Yes.
1: Do you have more, more for clip? More clips? I do have a clip. What's your next one?
0: Um, this one is, uh, Terry Reed. Who's that? Um, Terry Reed has sort of, <laughs> I don't know, the claim to fame that people give him is that he sort of semi famously turned down the lead vocalist position for both Led Zeppelin and later deep purple. Hmm. So he was kind of the first choice for Jimmy Page. be the singer in zeppelin and he turned it down and he said but i know this guy named robert plant he's like a younger kid who's a great singer you should talk to him so he turned down zeppelin but at the same time hooked robert plant up yeah um and then later i think it was when ian gillen oh it's another name ian gillen from deep purple kind of surprising as far as like the screechy Mm -hmm. rock singer Mm -hmm. surprising he wasn't on but yeah um when ian gillen left deep purple Terry Reid was approached to be the singer in deep purple and he turned that that down. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think he said the reason is if he had joined those bands, he wouldn't have really had the freedom to do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. Um, cause he was like a guitarist and a songwriter in mm-hmm. his own right. Um, the like sort of brief bio in, of him on Apple music is that it was like a mistake, but I don't, I don't know if that's the case. Obviously he probably would have been like super wealthy if he had yeah. joined Zeppelin, but, um, he has a good handful of albums. I'm really only familiar with three of them. Mm-hmm. I picked his version of the song. Stay with me, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it's yeah. Oh yeah. you yeah. sent that to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chris Cornell going back yeah. to Chris Cornell. He did a yeah. great version based on the Terry Reed version yeah. and Terry Reed's version in itself was a cover, but the, I, th- I want to say he was the one who kind of like made this version of the song. Okay. Um, yeah, Terry Reid, stay with me, baby. Stay with me.
1: Yeah, I can definitely hear the Robert Plant similarity. So that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Oh, another wow.
0: another quick name, uh, Shannon Hoon. I just yeah. saw that when I was looking down. Yeah. Shocking.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got one of the most like recognizable voices like mm-hmm. ever. I think.
0: And that's I, he's kind of one of those people that a lot of other singers point to mm-hmm. as being like, oh yeah, Shannon Hoon, yeah. Axel Rose being one of those mm-hmm. where he kind mm-hmm. of. <laughs> Like they, I guess they kind of came up together wherever they were, Indiana, Ohio, yeah, Indiana, and then pre blind melon, like Shannon Hoon sang on "Don't Cry," mm-hmm. kind of yeah. I feel like makes that song what it is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Terry Reid, um, I like that song a lot. Uh, Seed of Memory" is my favorite album of his, which of course is not on streaming. Oh you boy, you can't find on vinyl. Oh my god! So I just have to listen to it on YouTube. Find
1: a cassette. Right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Th- from that same rubber plant or like mm-hmm. early Rod Stewart camp Yeah. Of singing. Yeah, that makes sense. If yeah. there's a
1: Rod Stewart spot, then I think there could be room for Terry Reed. Yeah. yeah. And I
0: think he was another singer who was just like stupid young when he mm-hmm. was doing that stuff. Like yeah. Probably not even twenty yet.
1: Mm-hmm. He dead?
0: He's still alive. That's nice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want my next one?
0: Yeah, let's go ahead.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go to uh my boy Phil Collins, mm. I I don't know why he wouldn't have been yeah. on here. He he can go, you know, like he yeah. he can go wild, and he again has like a very distinctive voice. It's strange; he sounds a lot like Peter Gabriel sometimes, um, mm. like. When you listen to like both eras of Genesis, like it's strange that they were so similar Mm and how they sound because they're both kind of weird sounding. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you hear Phil Collins and you're like, you know, that's Phil Collins. And he had so many hits like with Genesis and by himself. Mm -hmm. He's great. I love love Phil Collins.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Phil Collins is great. (laughs) I Um, love him. Yeah. He's so cool. So cool. Like... My God, if you...
1: Like, the video that my clip is from is a live video. And if you just watch it, he just looks so cool. Like, yeah. he's a badass, yeah. man. That little guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's another person where I feel like people went through, like, a just a weird anti-Phil Collins phase for a while. You
1: will not hear it.
0: But, yeah, it's, like, great singer, Yeah, great weird production ideas, yeah. like, in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I think a lot of the 80s, the stuff that became like 80s tropes you could kind of trace back to phil collins
1: he single-handedly fixed the reputation of singer drummers
0: yeah are you referring after, to don henley
1: No, i'm referring to after what ringo started. did oh my other guess is <laughs> going to be
0: uh no nah, i won't say who uh the band leave on helm
1: play my clip <laughs> <laughs> like he is just putting it all out there like he is just it's he like, is just going like, as hard
0: as he can It's like he's losing his voice and he doesn't <laughs> he like doesn't care. he doesn't care yeah
1: It's so good. I don't know I don't know what to tell you. I just love Phil Collins a lot. Um and he, he has a really
0: good sense of hooks. Yeah. Like the just putting out like his solo hits and then uh-huh. Genesis being like yeah putting out all those all their hits yeah. with him at the same time. Yeah but then also being Robert Plant's drummer on his first two yeah, albums.
1: isn't it fun? The Also the song, my, almost my pick was Against All Odds because that mm-hmm. is yeah. just like, what a song. Yeah. My goodness. If you haven't heard the episode of This American Life, I think it's with, I can't remember the girl's name that did it, Starley Klein, I think was. Anyway, look it up, This American Life, Phil Collins. There's an episode where this girl goes through a breakup and um, – like, her song with her boyfriend was Against All Odds, and so she she somehow got to talk to Phil Collins about being heartbroken and then, with his guidance, wrote her own heartbreak song. It's, it's so good. I just... Also, fun fact, his bass player played bass on Vanessa Carlton's Thousand Miles. Like, everything he touches, every person Phil Collins is with is just good. Yeah. <laughs> I just love Phil Collins.
0: Phil Collins is great. I, I asked, love him. I asked uh, I asked you earlier today... what what your favorite like prog rock drummers were (laughs) i put you on the spot (laughs) and you said something funny like i'll have to do some research oh
1: yeah yeah i'm still doing that research
0: yeah phil collins i mean just even he's one of the best yeah even aside just as a drummer just a great drummer yeah it's one of those things that people like to point out as like a like a fun rock fact yeah it's like he's he was actually a drummer first but like really like (laughs) It wasn't just that he was a drummer. He's a great drummer. Yes, he's like one of the best drummers. Yes. Even if he had just, even if Genesis had just like split when Peter Gabriel left and yeah. Phil Collins had like not gone on to success, mm-hmm. like his drumming, like doing, he was doing like double kick drumming in the mid seventies. That when, little guy. Yeah. Yeah. When, he, I mean, other people were doing it. Like Bill Ward was doing a bit. Like Phil Collins and like prog rock was mm-hmm. doing double kick drumming, and also doing like. He was singing back then. Mm-hmm. He would he was doing like answer vocals to Peter Gabriel mm-hmm. while being like a incredible drummer, yeah. playing like jazz fusion with yeah. Grand X yeah. while he was like fronting Genesis. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's incredible. And yeah. he did the Tarzan soundtrack.
0: Tar yeah, I mean Tarzan.
1: my God. <laughs> that man. You're i pro Phil Collins. I only wish the best for him. I hope he never dies. Yeah. Poor what's, guy. what's your next one?
0: Um next clip?
1: Yes. Yeah. I think we, think we both I... have one left.
0: I think I named all I mean I've still got a lot more names, but yeah. I named the main ones. Yeah. We're we're getting close to two hours at this <laughs> point. So um I do have one more clip regarding today's topic. I, I think we mentioned this person briefly. Um but I saved I saved any ranting so I could mm-hmm. bring up my clip. Uh Scott Weiland. Yes. Um when we were talking initially about the kind of big grunge vocalists. Yeah. Um it's probably no secret. That were fans of that era, but I do think like all of the sort of big four, as you would call them, grunge vocalists, like all deserved their spot for their own reasons, mm-hmm. like Kurt, Eddie, Chris, Lane. Yeah. But then you still have like beyond that. I mean, Scott, like Mark Lanigan, is another name that yeah we haven't mentioned yet, but mm-hmm. I feel like deserves to be on the list for Nico kind of, Case.
1: Sorry, oh, I yes, forgot. Yes, yeah.
0: Nico Case. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna mention nico case when we were talking about like country vocalists. yeah yeah like I she's forgot. maybe more on the outskirts because it's not like the mainstream country yeah but yeah nico case sorry, absolutely sorry no it's fine i think i think we start getting on the brandy carlisle subject mm-hmm. and i forgot about nico case yeah, sorry
1: nico case i love you
0: <laughs> but, yeah absolutely should be on the list yes but, yeah kind of the same as like a mark lanigan um or like a shannon hoon people who are more on the outskirts of like the big four grunge bands but scott wyland got a lot of flack early on Mm -hmm. for sounding like an Eddie Vedder ripoff, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think, obviously, he was singing in that baritone, like, sort of, you know, that thing.
1: I am, I am, I am. But
0: I really think, I think there's some Eddie Vedder in there, a little bit. But I think it's a mix of Eddie Vedder. I think there's more Lane Staley. Like, I think he was maybe listening to, I think there's too much like close overlap in when 10 and core came out yeah that he for was maybe the listening influence to, to be there yeah i think he was maybe listening to more facelift um he's also obviously like a big jim morrison mm, fan yeah. so i think there's some like a, a modern take of jim morrison mm-hmm. and that's another thing i think i think the doors were really circling back around in the 90s that just a lot of those people were kind of like nothing happens in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of those singers were probably growing up listening to the same stuff. Yeah. So Eddie yeah. Vedder, also a big Jim Morrison fan. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of those people were just growing up listening to the same stuff. Yeah. Um, I also hear like maybe some Ian Asbury of the cult. Yeah. Also should have been on the list. Yes. And I, this is a hot take, but uh, a couple of those songs on core. I'm getting heated.
1: I had, had to lube up for that.
0: <laughs> I swear that like one or two songs on core, he was listening to Jane's addiction. Hmm. Like Scott Weiland does not sound like Perry Farrell, yeah. but like piece of pie hmm. and naked Sunday, <laughs> just throwing out songs. He, uh, I'm convinced he was listening to Jane's addiction and that was his take on trying to sound like Perry Farrell. And instead people interpreted it as this guy's trying to sound like Eddie Vedder. Um, but then, to move on even as early as purple but definitely when you get into like tiny music I guess he realized I don't know if he realized it was a trap or if he was just getting bored with it but he <laughs> pivoted completely especially yeah. by tiny music to the point where like when I first heard tiny music I wasn't even sure it was the same singer because mm-hmm. this is of course like pre you know or early days of wikipedia when mm-hmm. it's like you could you're kind of on your own for finding out information Yeah, online. when
1: you download music, you're at risk of not having the right artists on there and you'll just never know.
0: <laughs> yeah, so starting with Tiny Music where he kind of sings in more like the, uh, like the higher register mm-hmm. and is going for like that sort of 70s glam rock type singing. Yeah. And then like kind of mixing the two on number four and then going back into the rock voice uh, like with velvet revolver yeah again like i think he was probably also listen, listening to some of the guns and roses yeah in the core uh, days Yeah, but then yeah like he can go full david bowie he can mm-hmm. go full jim morrison mm-hmm. but also like it's all him
1: i mean and then he's still like, got his own character in there yeah and then he's <laughs> got his solo album and then like his christmas album like he's mm-hmm. just like
0: going like bing crosby he could
1: be, like a standard singer yeah 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 it's crazy it,
0: if he had like if things had gone better like in the yeah. 2010s he could have like probably had a good career doing yeah like you jazz you standards mm-hmm. yeah yeah um so yeah my my example for scott wyland is uh atlanta yeah from number four one of
1: the best she-
0: Maybe my favorite Stone Temple Pilots song. Mm-hmm. There was a, uh, when Scott Weiland died, there was a, the rest of the band put out a video a couple of days afterwards where they got out like the the original tapes for that song and were listening to the multi-tracks God. and listening, like playing back his isolated vocals. Yeah. And it's like, you can tell it's like a heavy, Ugh. heavy mood in the room.
1: Yeah. There's a particular live version of, um, um creep i don't know there's something just about his vocals that always gets me and yeah it i don't know he can go very soft and then he can also like rock mm-hmm. um i mean like
0: dead like, and bloated
1: yeah but then there's like kitchenware, and candy bars uh, and yeah. then you cry
0: so. yeah sour girl <laughs> yeah yeah he did yeah he did like rock music very well obviously but mm-hmm. yeah just like there are a lot of things he could have done mm-hmm. and either just didn't do or didn't kind of have the opportunity to do, but he could have gone just like full pop singer mm-hmm. with like Days of the Week or Sour yeah. Girl or um, oh, Tripping on a Hole maybe, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Or yeah, he could have, if like the last few years of his life had gone better, he could have like pursued the Christmas music thing and like <laughs> yeah. done the Bing Crosby, like gone that route. Yeah. And he would have... Crying like in great, yeah. When that Christmas album came out, I remember we were kind of like laughing at it. Yeah, but then we listened to it. <laughs> yeah, then we listened to it, and especially after he was gone. Yeah. Like, well, there was a thing. I don't know if it was like a year after he was, he had died, but there was a Rolling Stone thing where his kids picked like their favorite Scott Weiland mm-hmm. songs. And most of it was just kind of interesting to see what they liked. But then at the end, they picked one of the Christmas songs Mm -hmm. and it was really sad because they were like, oh, like Christmas with our dad was the best. (laughs) He loved the songs. And, you know, it was getting very emotional. So it's like, okay, I should listen to it. Mm -hmm. Less as a meme and more as like if he was really like passionate Mm -hmm. about it. And it's like, okay, I get it. You know? Yeah. It's good. Yeah, Scott Weiland, I think, should have been on the list for just yeah. kind of the uh, versatility. I think alone.
1: he'll probably, unfortunately, always be pretty significantly underrated mm-hmm. just because he gets written off as yeah. a wannabe. But he, I don't know, one of the most versatile voices, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Excellent pick. Yeah. Um, My last... Leaves, yeah, that boy. leaves you with one. Yeah, <laughs> I've got one more. Um, It's more of a... Oh, God. I don't think it was like an, an unreasonable wish that she would have been on it. I think it was likely she could have been, um, but I think she should have been. And that's Geth, uh, B- 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 Beth Gibbons. <laughs> yes. yes, Beth <Bibbins>. Gibbons. <laughs> Beth Gibbons from Portis Head. <laughs> I alluded to this earlier, but she has the rare ability to kind of like Scott Weiland, honestly, to change her voice she I don't know how she does it makes it work because with anyone else I really don't like it but she does this like Billie Holiday-esque inflection a lot of the time like it's probably 50-50 like her just singing with what I assume is her more natural voice and singing with that like that that, I don't know that like Billie Holiday-esque thing but it's so strange that it works I don't I don't understand how it does, but it does.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It works for the type of music and it works sounding like a, yeah. Just how her voice naturally is without yeah sounding like a caricature or yeah. sounding like offensive.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it. It needs to be studied by scientists, I think because yes. she's always done it. She's always done both and it's always been good. And mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't understand how it happens or why it works. But it does. Beth yeah. Beth Gibbons is great. Yeah. Um, Portishead is great. She's I I d they're just she's just so mysterious. Like what is she doing? <laughs> what is she about? What is she yeah. like? What's her favorite color? He, no one knows. Is she what one we, of those people
0: who <laughs> has just never done an interview?
1: I feel like it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever well, I guess on that live album that like live at the Roseland or whatever mm-hmm. album. I think she mm-hmm. did talk during that. I have no memory of what she sounds like when she's just talking, but I know she's always smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And yet somehow <laughs> still still can like sing those super high notes. And yeah. I don't know. I hope we get another Portishead album someday. It's great. Um my pick, uh it was a tough one to to choose because there's a lot that I like, but I picked one where she really goes back and forth with like the two voices um and that's the the, the classic glory box
2: from this time unchained we're all looking at a different page.
1: a good example of <laughs> her switching between the two yeah you could tell me that was two different people and i'd be like okay
0: yeah sure how did you discover that song
1: um <clears throat> i think i discovered portis head because i was a teenager who liked evanescence and therefore found and read every evanescence interview and one of them amy lee mentioned um being heavily influenced by portis head and and then called out Sour Times as one of her favorite Ooh, songs. Yeah. So then I listened to that and then I just got the album and listened to all of it.
0: I, so. I had an MP3 of Glory Box when I was still like in high school.
1: Interesting. Just,
0: I just had a folder of yeah. illegally obtained music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Glory Box was one of those songs. I don't know how I got it. Huh. I, I had a lot of MSN Messenger friends. Yeah. And we would exchange music.
1: Yeah. That's fun.
0: Like I discovered a lot of bands that way. Uh-huh. But usually all the people I I was friends with, it was either, like, going to be classic rock Mm -hmm. or Mm hip-hop or metal. And it must have been that someone sent me Glory Box. Yeah. Because I I don't know how I got it otherwise. But I had just that one song, and I loved it, and I listened to it a lot. But again, like, it being, like, that era of the internet, like, pre-streaming, and it was still somewhat difficult to illegally get music. Yeah. Where I just had that one song. And that was another thing where when we met, I realized you liked Portishead. Mm-hmm. And then I think once we started like hanging out a lot more, you had the CDs. So yeah. I listened to them more that way. And yeah, but yeah, I, I, I've i tried to remember how I obtained that <laughs> song, but that was the only song I knew for like,
1: you don't choose that. It chooses you. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah.
0: mysteriously appeared mm-hmm. on my computer. That and makes I was sense. A fan of it. Yeah. But yeah, just like the production is good too. Mm-hmm. The deep bass, mm-hmm. um, the strings, like the yeah. Isaac Hayes. I think it's Isaac Hayes strings mm. from yep. the Isaac Hayes song. Um, the little bits of like the vinyl popping mm-hmm. that's put in, but it's yeah. like not so much that it distracts. It's like yeah. when you put in headphones like we have it, right now. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And like the filter on her voice mm-hmm. that makes it sound, it like accentuates the Billie Holiday type yeah. thing where it sounds like ghostly. Yeah. But just just enough, not to the point where it's like, oh, this is so cheesy, mm-hmm. just to the point where it's creepy. Yeah
1: yeah, it's so strange. Um, I don't know that she's like a real human woman, but because like her voice can sound like so thin and soft where it's mm-hmm. like you don't you think if if a feather hit her, she might die. Like it's just so light sometimes. And then other times she just like goes full, like weird witch sounding and i don't know it it's a real experience Mm -hmm. her like solo album that she did is one also one of my favorites i almost picked funny time of year um she really goes off on that one yeah the live album which i think there's video of all of that too is interesting because that like filter on her voice is still there on those Mm -hmm. but she's again like another one where she she pretty much sounds the same on everything so yeah i love her
0: yeah Good example.
1: Mm-hmm. I would hope she makes music again. More. Also,
0: it's connected to hearing Molly's cover of it. Yeah, the other like a week or so. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is a bold decision to cover that song, but and I feel it, like it's a good cover it sounds,
1: of it. It sounds great. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well,
0: um, I think that's all of our examples I, I pertaining think, to this list.
1: Yeah, I think I think we've we've touched on everything.
0: <laughs> we've exhausted the yeah. the subject. Yeah,
1: I like Rolling Stone lists. I think it's fun. Yeah, To talk about and get mad yeah. about.
0: I feel like that's why they make the lists. To oh, yeah. Not like to make people, maybe a little bit to make people mad, but to make people talk. Yeah. Um,
1: and I think that's good. I <laughs> Anytime people talk about...
0: We should, we should all talk more. Put the phones down and well, act like you really know each other.
1: I don't know. I don't need any new friends, I don't think. But um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I like talking about music. Um, so we're going to do it more. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? We're all going to die. Why not? <laughs> this is the worst thing I do. Fine.
0: Yeah, this is what we do. This is essentially what we do yeah. most days anyway. It's just now we're in the basement.
1: We're documenting it. Yeah. Deal with it. And um, there's
0: there's art and and I I set up a I finagled a recording situation to yeah. make this work. Yeah, I'm hearing. This.
1: Hearing my voice as I speak for the first time. I used to work at a radio station where we were supposed to wear headphones anytime we spoke on the air. But it was so distracting and embarrassing. I could not do it. I refused to put them on. So I didn't. I read the weather raw.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Raw dog in the weather. (laughs) I was raw
1: dog and reading them weathers. (laughs) Trying to say the word precipitation. (laughs) Precipitation. It was really hard. Yeah.
0: Did you ever say precipitation? I don't know what perci- I said. Perci- um, yeah, I think I would
1: say participation. Participation. Yeah. yeah. Embarrassing.
0: Yeah. I um, someone did a similar thing when I was watching a news blooper compilation. Oh God. When I was doing that, <laughs> where someone was like Partici- particip- participation, rain, it's gonna rain. <laughs> news blooper compilations on YouTube. That's, that's funny. Fair.
1: Okay, yeah. well, that's your plug for the week. Yeah. Um, um, any.
0: Any last thoughts on the Rolling Stone list?
1: Um, yeah, they they really left off hip-hop, which I think is weird. Um, yeah. I don't really understand why, but again, like Andre 3000 should have been on it for sure. So Yeah. He did both.
0: Yeah, I think the only time that hip-hop was represented was if it was someone who... Like Lauren Hill, yeah. who's kind of equally regarded as mm-hmm. a as a singer, yeah, and as a rapper, yeah. I think that's the only time it was ever. I think really...
1: Rosalia does both, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, she was number two hundred. I think she. Yeah, I might be wrong. I, I'm not super familiar, but I think she does yeah. both.
0: But yeah, the I didn't know. if... I would have to imagine that was a conscious thing. Yeah, just leaving Strange. off, like. Otherwise, you would have had you know like whoever Tupac or something mm-hmm. on the list, but so it must have just been like if if they rapped then they were also like acclaimed as a singer in addition to that that must have been yeah. what their criteria was. I don't know but yeah again like the the country choices seemed like sporadic yeah. the uh heavier like metal and like or like punk rock choices were sporadic pre rock and roll sporadic mm-hmm. but whatever It got us to do this so. yeah <laughs> i
1: i mean they're just going to have to keep increasing the number every time they do this because yeah. they refuse to leave some people off. <laughs> it's like, get over it. You know, like you're obsessed.
0: So next we're doing the top guitarist list. <laughs> oh God.
1: You <laughs> might, might be on your own on that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's the list. Um, I think we're going to end every one of these with just picking a, a song that we've been listening to. And we're going to make it into a playlist and you can listen to them or not. I don't I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh
0: <my God. laughs> Are we keeping that in?
1: I don't care. You can put a bleep sound over it.
0: <laughs> so we don't get the explicit tag.
1: <laughs> no, that's fine. We can. Uh, um.
0: Do you want to do yours first or mine? Yeah, I'll do
1: mine. So <laughs> mine was inspired by the list. I, um, shamefully wasn't super familiar with Aretha Franklin's catalog. Timmy, for most of my life, she was just like the lady who could sing. Like I obviously always knew that she was like the singer, but in my head, she was more of like a standards singer. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, that's just kind of how, what I always thought. So I've been diving more into her discography and obviously the world knew this and I didn't, but she, she, she's way more than just a standard singer. Um, she, Hot take. Aretha Franklin's really good. Um <laughs> Yeah. So my the song I, I picked was uh, uh uh Hey Now, Hey the Other Side of the Sky. <laughs> That song has like a couple parts that it goes through, which I really like. I also just looked it up and saw that Billy Preston did a piano solo on this album that this the, comes from.
0: That, that just started on? Um, or a different song?
1: I think a different song, mm-hmm. um, but he, he's on the album, so...
0: Yeah, The great. just the instrumentation on...
1: It's so good.
0: That album is it's really like, good.
1: I don't understand. Also, um, according to Wikipedia, my only source of information is... Uh, saying that Aretha Franklin is the sole writing credit on that song, which really is pretty sick. That's pretty cool. Yeah. that's a great song. Yeah, I, I I love it so much.
0: I was also uh, ignorant of Aretha Franklin yeah. prior to this last week. I knew like respect, obviously, mm-hmm. um, her version of Natural Woman, mm-hmm. which is probably the is that the most famous.
1: Probably, yeah. maybe respect. I don't know.
0: Or, I mean, like her version of Natural Woman is oh. the most famous version of that song.
1: Yeah, either that or Carol King, I guess. Yeah. But yeah.
0: I knew those two and Chain of Fools.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: I, there's probably others I'm forgetting, but those three I definitely knew. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did the same thing. I started listening to some albums and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I agree with the hot take. That,
1: yeah. It's just like you knew she was good, but then you listen to it and you're like, oh. Yeah. I didn't know how good she was. Yeah. Apparently. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. She's like one of those where it's like effortlessly good.
1: Yeah. But, but, then, like, this, like but the, then the songwriting is also like yeah. you knew that the vocals were good always, of course. Yeah. But then now I'm like, oh, but the songs are actually like
0: yeah, and the placement of the background vocals, yeah, where they come in just at the right time, mm-hmm. like on that song, yeah, where they're just coming in like it. They took a break to let her like do the belting, mm-hmm. but then they came in right when they needed to. Yeah, it's very well put together,
1: incredible. That's yeah. my pick. That's yours. Um,
0: my pick isn't really related to the list but uh it's so i, I go down t- I go down YouTube rabbit holes and I listen to a lot of whatever the algorithm <laughs> feeds me <laughs> um and one day it was feeding me a lot of uh um it's it called city pop it's uh the Japanese what <laughs> Japanese like seventies and eighties music I think it's called city pop um <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, i've been uh to anyone who listen who will listen to me, I've been talking about uh, some Japanese singer called Minako Yoshida uh-huh um, uh-huh I remember that yeah, because okay. the algorithm has been it suggested music within that the style that she played okay so then I kind of did some deep diving and then i one of the artists that was recommended within that genre was her uh-huh. so I listened to some albums. And I've been listening to her a lot the last like three or four or Uh five months. So the song I picked is from Minako Yoshida and it's from her, I believe, 1980 album called Monochrome. And the song is Tornado. Okay. Before I play that, uh, I wanted to give my sort of runner up pick, which was the new Elder album, Mm -hmm. Innate Passage, which came out in November. Yeah. I thought about playing a song from that, but of course, Elder, their songs are very long. Yeah. So it would have taken three minutes to get. <laughs> you know, you got to play the whole thing because there's a great riff in the beginning. There's ambience, <laughs> then a riff, then another riff, then the vocals. But I figured I'd cut it a little more and I'll just play this Minako Yoshida song from the beginning. Okay. And just kind of get it to a certain point. Okay. Just a minute or so of it. just wanted to get to that that cool change yeah i like that um yeah that's uh tornado by Minako yoshida i hope i'm pronouncing that somewhat close to correctly sounds good from an album called monochrome um she had a good number of albums like mid 70s through the 80s i think she's still around Uh, my favorite album of hers is called twilight zone Mm -hmm. from 77 ish and it sounded like she was really listening to a lot of laura nero Laura Nero also should should have been on the Rolling Stone mm, list
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah that's uh what I've been listening to a lot lately and also <laughs> like within the last few days but also within the last few months
1: yeah, yeah, I remember you mentioning her
0: yeah Japanese so. city city pop
1: city pop I've never heard of that before. thank you for educating me yeah. <laughs> that was nice
0: yeah the uh the YouTube rabbit hole um sort of suggested that one day and I thought, yeah. I'll Give it a whirl. Yeah.
1: Great work. <laughs> Great pick. pick. Great pick. Okay. Well. Bye. <laughs> 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 I don't want to end it? You
0: all down the